2: Well, well, well. How are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Push your earphones closer into your ears. Go ahead, really. I'm not going to yell, I promise, to George Carlin. Just push him in, really, you know, like, his, you know, don't go crazy, but, like, because then I'll be like, hello, now I'm in your head. You know, push him in safely. Okay. Well, well, well. How are you? All right. Now I'm done. Um, our guest today is Pat Oswald. I say his name. Can you believe? I, I know. I say Oswald. It's Oswald. Jeez, get it right. Um. I think it's important that I tell you this because we noticed it about Patton. I didn't want to say anything when he was there because, quite frankly, it was a little uncomfortable. But there was liquor on his breath. Did I get you? Did you believe me? Um, it was very enjoyable. I'd love him to come back. It, the time goes so quick. I could have talked for a lot longer we will do it maybe, uh, maybe in the future. Okay? There's not a lot to say today. I'm in Chicago. I'm going to be working at Up Comedy Club. Last night I worked there, because today's Friday. Last night was Thursday. And then tonight, Friday night. And tomorrow, Saturday. Up Comedy Club. Good fun. Good club. Great club. Alright, I'll keep this opening short. Oh, guess what? Next week, there might not be a show for Thanksgiving because I'll be in Philadelphia. Although, I'm re- Blake Wexler's there, so we're really going to try to do like one of those shows from the hotel room. Okay? Alright. Uh, it'll give you a chance to catch up on an old show. Sometimes that happens. That's it. You're great. Take a deep breath. Guess what? I had one of those moments where I was getting stressed out and I tried to take a deep breath and it didn't work. And I'll tell you the story. When we're back, not a big deal, but... Alright. Did you understand what I just said? Did you? Like when you're... Watching a story on television about something sad or a kid that has cancer and you're like, oh my God, next time something stupid happens, I'm going to just let it go. And overwhelmingly, I can, but in this one situation, I couldn't. Talk about a tease. It wasn't a big deal, but this will make me talk about it when we're back in studio. I think it's like December, well, the first week in December, whatever that is. All righty. Goodbye well Aristotle why don't you what can I I love giving Aristotle stuff to do a lot of pressure um do you wanna read a poem do you wanna I'm um, you know Aristotle yeah no I don't want to be this type of show where we read poems. Well, it's already too late. Okay, but you have to put some music underneath you, some really cool music, and it can't be your own theme. And by the way, there might be people that are listening to the show that uh, never listened to the show before, But because Patton's on, he might bring some new people over to the show, and they're listening right now. This opening I do into my phone, and then I'll throw to the show that we do in the studio. You never know. You never know. I don't take it for granted. Aristotle, I turn the mic over to you, and then you will throw to the show.
0: Happy Thanksgiving. You're great. I'm not much of a poem reader, but right now I'm definitely in a mood to appreciate all the things that have happened especially now that it's thanksgiving time coming around. I just want to I've been thinking about how insane life can be. And again, not much of a poem reader, so I googled um like life appreciation poems. And uh this is something I came across that I that I liked. So hopefully you do too. Life is crazy. And totally unpredictable. It's going to push you over, kick you while you're down, and hit hit you when you try to get back up. Not everything can beat you. Things are going to change you. But you get to choose which ones you let change you. Listen to your heart, follow your dreams, and let no one tell you you're capable of. Push the limits, bend the rules, and enjoy every minute of it. Laugh at everything, live for as long as you can. Love all but trust no one. Believe in yourself and never lose faith in others. Settle for nothing but only the best and give 100% 110% in everything you do. Take risks, live on the edge, yet stay safe and cherish every moment of it. Life is a gift. Appreciate all the rewards and jump on every tr- on every opportunity. Not everyone's going to love you, but who needs them anyways? Challenge everything and fight for what you believe. Back down to nothing, but give in to the little things in life. After all, that is what makes you. Forget the unnecessary, but remember everything. Bring it with you everywhere you go. Learn something new, and appreciate criticism. Hate nothing, but dislike what you want. Never forget where you came from, and always remember where you're going. Live life to its fullest, and have a reason for everything even if it's totally insane, find your purpose in life and live it. Um, I'm not exactly sure who wrote that, or if it's even considered a poem, because I know that there are certain uh rhymes and uh, you know structure to poems. But I really like the way that sounded. So have a happy Thanksgiving. And I'll see you in a couple weeks or so. Here's the show.
3: Now entering Nerdist.com. Thinking about doing this every week. in a Chinese restaurant,
2: I'm giving Pat and Oswald here's a hot towel, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Take a second. This uh-huh. is a thing I do the whole day. You don't just come in here and you you, you take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. You wash the day away. All that plane ride you had, it's gone. He's actually doing what I asked. He's on his face. Patton, I love you already. Can I tell you why? Once what? in a while, you give a hot towel. No one likes the hot towel like Jake. That's why I invite him over for dinner a lot. He goes, <laughs> I love it. Are we going <laughs> to do, do the hot reason? towel? Well, you know, you're fun to hang out with, too. But, um, <laughs> but he always embraces the hot towel. So we're going to ask him. Now you see you take a deep breath. Do you you, you feel better? Pores are open. Let me have that. There you go. I'll throw it out. (laughs) So I'm going to ask everyone to put their phones away, even if you're just texting. I really need them turned off. Mm. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Maybe I had a few drinks. Mm. Uh, You started recording, right? All right, cool. All right. Uh, We can start like this. What are we going to start? Let's start. Oh, you don't have to do this every week. say hello to comedy's national treasure, Glass. I guess it's that's what he says. Sure. His new book is called The Todd Glass
4: Situation. Oh, oh, about oh Jake, good stop good it, Jake. Stop,
2: about my stop it. You, don't have, to, you don't have to. You don't have to. The very
5: funny Todd
2: Glass. Patton Oswald's here, everybody. Patton Oswald is here. Patton, we have had your name up on that wall uh-huh. for a year and a half. Wow. Year and,
4: would you say a year and a half? Yeah at, least
2: yeah, at least a year, at least a year, so two months. S- we, we, we 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 scribbled it before you were walking up the stairs. Would no. you
4: consider? Would you consider me like a, like a Glengarry lead? Like what that's the you know the, the really good leads that you want to. Oh, I've already lost you. <laughs> no, I no, what, no, I'm going <laughs> I blew it. I blew it right out of the gate. <laughs> Just, no, um, you didn't. You didn't
2: blow anything. My funny car engine you blew say, up. Say it again. Say uh, Glen Gary. again.
4: would you consider me like a Glen Gary lead? All right, they play. <laughs>
5: Alright,
2: it's like a little jingle
4: for you. Um, <laughs> so, listen. Let me take a deep breath because I'm it's revving a, to, way to too high. Do me and the listeners have to just let go of the fact that you recycled the bailouts uh, theme? How the jingle. dare you! Wow. Okay. You do no, listen. I, I'm just saying. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm letting it go. I'm, gonna, I'm here to have fun. <laughs> I'm not gonna sure I okay. can you push okay. your, can you
2: pull your chair in a little bit yes. right, I don't want sure. people to think I'm letting you get away with anything I don't let I, any, no I, don't you want to turn completely in Well, okay wait, hold geez. on dude, does anyone see this <laughs> is I this dude it's killing me <laughs> thanks for wearing a nice sports jacket
4: thank you yeah I tried to I tried to dress up a little bit
2: so you already with the bailouts you you yeah. uh you, I blew a joke I passively aggressively
4: joke. started a fight no a little bit bl- no
2: you didn't you well I, I d- love you already okay good Let's get this Let's give you First of all, I want to get this out of the way You know when okay. two people overly uh, First of all Hold on, hold on Let me just stop yeah, Stop yeah, okay. Everyone knows I re- mm-hmm. It's always genuine I rev very high So mm-hmm. before I Give me one minute to get to you Done Okay Go ahead uh, We have a gr- it, It's great I, I feel like I have been away for a month But it's only been three weeks uh, Mike uh, I always say today I'm like Mike from Endemol is coming But they're like Is that his last name? I'm like no <laughs> What is your last name, Mike? Ferraro. Mike Ferraro God, good last name and um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, to, we'll find out, well, we, we'll find out a little bit. Cool? Oh, we have one, don't worry. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, Dave Rath is here, who's a very close friend of mine, who you might have heard me talk about on the show, because, because, you know what, this is a good time for me, because it's like, this show is like Vicodin to me. It makes you feel appreciative, and on no Vicodin, I feel like I'm on Vicodin when I do the show. So I like to throw out some kind words. Shit I always say, but I really mean it. Uh, Nick is here. Always you know, taking some nice pictures. I told him to lay low last week. It was a little crazy. Um, Aristotle. What a great name. JJ. Um, <laughs> and uh, always good to see uh, Jake Adams and also uh, Robbie is here. Who uh, we'll talk about his show. He hasn't. Oh, he's been talking about it stop. When? When is his show? Wednesdays at ten. Wednesday's at 10 where? Westside Comedy Theater. We'll go already. I'm going to mention it 30 times on this show. You're going to love it. West. Where's it at again? All right, cool. All right, so Patton, mm, hi. Hello. Um we have here's what's going to happen today. We're going to go through this and this is things to talk about. Oh my lord. And then and then we're going <laughs> to and then we're going to take a break oh. and get some fresh air and then we do this is like the pre-show this page. Oh. This is the pre-show. That's just the pre-show. It's just the pre-show. Damn, dude. But I'm going to start <laughs> by giving you a nice compliment because okay. uh, because I do mean it. And sometimes when people hear this they go, oh, what do they say like you ever You ever see some – my shyness to overly compliment somebody is because maybe one time on The Tonight Show, somebody was being phony in their compliment, and you're with a bunch of comedians, and they go, oh, ease up. But if it's real, it's okay to say it Mm -hmm. because you spend enough time, and I'm one of them, complaining or making fun of things. So if someone that you love and you have an affection for is sitting across from you, yeah, tell people that are listening. Let them know. And I met you in San Diego.
4: Oh my god. That's right. A long time ago That's when we right.
2: we both stayed in the condo. The the club had a condo. <laughs> yes. yep. And and uh it was it was actually the improv so it was actually a, a nicer than most condos. Mark Anderson yes. put a little, you know, it wasn't the best, but he, he, he put tried. A, he
4: really he did, did try. try. He tried.
2: He put a lot of love into yeah. it and he goes, you know, they they don't have a hotel at this point in their careers, but they do have a condo. And we talked about comedy till I don't know if you remember, but like oh, I'm yeah. like, "Oh my god. God, I've never met anybody that could talk as much about comedy as me. <laughs> and but you were great, and you cleared things up in my head, and you said things that I felt, but you said it better than me. So I fell in love with you right away oh, because buddy. you were you were you were cathartic for me to talk to.
4: I, I think I was excited to meet you because I got to cut you off. We'll oh, take a hard damn. break. Okay, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No. <laughs> well, no, at the time, you know, I had just come out of I, when I started on the East Coast. You started in Philly. I started in D.C. And I started. I came out of that world of. Uh, it didn't matter what you were doing as long as you were getting laughs and booking gigs. There was no argument about quality or what you, – you couldn't, you couldn't say to other comedians, at least where I was in D.C., hey, this person – I don't think this person is funny. And they go, well, that person's picture's on a magazine, so shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. And then when I got to San Francisco, I, I, I went to the Holy City Zoo, and there were all these really brilliant, innovative people. But they were doing – gigs in places like the holy city zoo and little like kind of underground clubs and you were the first person i saw that was doing the weird stuff that we were doing in the holy city zoo but you were doing it in places like the improv like i thought well i've got my stuff that i can do in the mainstream clubs and everybody don't interrupt them and then i'll do (laughs) my experimental stuff and maybe and and i just saw it was really weird to meet someone that just said, Oh no, fuck it, I'm just gonna do whatever I want, wherever I want to well, do it. Well it was that was a
2: that uh, was know? a that was a it took a while, but when, Did I, when it? I Yeah, because I used to have an M bar set you know, back in the day, and mm-hmm. then I would go out on the road, and then one day I—it was literally. It sounds like you know you would just say it this way if it was like a, a movie, like one day. But one day I went get rid of, just get rid of your the, the other set right. that you do when you're away, and you know no comedians are seeing you. I would yeah. always be afraid if a comedian came in the room when I was on the road. Go, huh, what, what did he see? <laughs> what did I do? What, what shit did I do? But we had a conversation, which I I remember bits and pieces of it, and you, I don't expect you to remember everything, but I'm yeah. I'm not bringing it up to test you, but um. <laughs> Uh, we talked about that you can have both, that none right. of us wanted to be a comedian that only the comedians laughed at. No, I want to no, be a no, no. that you can be a comedian that the comedians laugh at and the audiences laugh at, and we started naming all the comedians that are respected in the comedy community, because as much as comedians love to complain about g- b- bad comedy, yeah. we also, I think, among, amongst my circle of friends, we spend a lot of time giving a lot of accolade to the comedians that are great and, exactly. and raving about them. Yeah. So you can do both. You can make comedians laugh and you can make audience members do it. And that's the conversation we had. But, um, but
4: uh, you know, we we forget. Remember, there was that time of, for a couple of years where <clears throat> there was this really open pushback against, quote, unquote, alt comedy by a lot of mainstream guys that were kind of aging out a little bit. But then mm-hmm. there were also there was also the same judgmental pushback from a lot of alt Largo and bar comedians that had a little trouble on the road and 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 because they had they they hit a couple of speed bumps they went screw that I'm never doing that I'm going to stay pure it's like no you got to you got to do both you it, find the yeah, balance exactly and and so there were there were groups of people on both sides that were just no. I'm not finding the I'm not doing that. I'm you not. said that very
2: well because there were there were even some alternative. And by the way, I think it was alternative venues. That's the way the whole. Yeah. I, my perception of that is the the comedy clubs were getting harder to perform at because they had these b- big rooms built. They couldn't put <laughs> they couldn't put wonderful audiences in, so they started marketing to other people. Yep. And then a group of people started just. You know setting up comedy in places that weren't comedy clubs where you could do what you wanted and it was it was miraculous it was it was like everything it sounds like it is it was like you would see guys like well first of all you know I know Dave's here and I'm going to throw something to him Dave would lug (coughs) PA systems into the room where because you all right here Oh, you motherfuckers. it's I say whoever says it, whenever you hear an ambulance patent, say my rides here because it's a sh- it's a tool of sharpness. And if Letterman says it, because Ed Sullivan Theater is not a sound stage, so you hear ambulances drive by. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and Letterman will go my rides here and I go, Fuck it. If he says it, we all say okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. You you're you're it's sort of like maybe homage to the old joke. I'm not saying in my act I would say it seriously, but but Dave oh Dave, so Dave so Dave would um Dave would uh, go uh Um what what what's this?
1: What?
2: Yeah, put it on again. Put it on. Would lug the PA system in. Like because I had a PA. He'd load it into the car, we'd set a PA system up. It could have been a a a building that let us use the lobby at night because they were closed. And and it was guys to me it was like when comedy, uh, stand-up comedy and the and the uh, let's say the improv and the those people merged because it was like it was like Jack Black and Kyle uh, yeah. uh, of um,
4: really early. Mr. Show. Re, uh, <coughs> uh, yeah. Odenkirk,
2: Jeanine Garofalo and and Andy Dick and 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 um, and uh, and Kathy Griffin. And yeah. And then and then just and then stand up comedians and we'd have theme shows. And, and um, it was a it really was a great time and it was awesome. But Patton, mm. what I'd like to do now before we get to this list. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What else did I want to say about you? You are the CrossFit
4: something... of podcasts. This is already the warm-up is what uh, was what most other podcasts are.
2: Thank you. I say that Crazy. every week. You hear me, you motherfuckers? Patton just said it. Isolate that and play it on every show. <laughs> well, I say it every week. I go, other shows are like, all right, we got to wrap it up. Where are they going? If they're having so- I'm having more fun doing this show. But no bullshit. To George Carlin, this is better than life. Because yeah. in life I can't ask everyone to turn off their cell phones. And that this, is true. This is this is better. Th- I'm not I'm, you know what I mean. I'm saying yeah. it kiddingly, but I mean it. Like this is the best thing I do, so other you know, we gotta go. Where are you going? Why don't you tape that if it's so great? What, I got what, nowhere
4: to go better than this, so I do a long show. What what you really want to say is if you're doing a podcast, where do you have to go? Right. Where like you you're going? already doing the podcast. Right. You, clearly you've got a clear calendar. <laughs> Just hang out. Do the <laughs> And And I thought your
2: name was Patton Oswald till I heard that jingle. Oh. <laughs> Swear okay. to God. Two wow. George Garland.
4: <laughs> your own jingle guy had to set you straight.
2: <laughs> I know. I, well, I called him and said he got it wrong. I go, I hate to do this to you. <laughs> he goes, Todd, I hate to do this to you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? Well, this is not Ooh, odd. Boy. You know how long it took me to say uh, uh, Rory? Sc- I thought it was. Who cares? <laughs> Rory Scove, I'm so fucking tired of hearing about it. <laughs> um So let's let's give you let's play you in. Let's yes. do this right. Please. Okay? Can we Please. do this? Okay, here we go. Uh, maybe I'll bring it through the house. Let's do it. Oh, oh. Big big. F- okay, hold on. Uh, go ahead.
1: Big fan and young adult. Ratatouille and Axe Cop. Play him in now with this song. You know his weakness is strong. <laughs> Weird Al's Foil Video BoJack Horseman and Nature Calls King of Queens and Kitchen Snake Tragedy
2: plus comedy equals time The Todd Glass Show and With Patton Oswalt hey. No, Pat hey. Pat hey! With Patton Oswalt With Patton The Todd Glass Show
4: Seriously me! (laughs) On the third time me?
2: Let's go with Pat Noswald. It's me with Pat
5: Noswald. Hello. Pat Noswald. We let's go.
2: Pat Noswald's here, everybody. I mean, big time. Highest note you can hit. Highest note.
4: There we go. I do it right. I'm boiling hot right now. Wow. Got the mic so deep in that bell. What, are you afraid no one's going to hear you? <laughs> Nothing but clams. Oh, I make them. I it's go. a shame to be up in that goddamn bandstand. <laughs> Asshole. Sorry, I just, you know what I'm talking about, right? No, but I love it anyway. Does anyone here know what I'm doing? No. No oh, go Buddy Rich. Oh just going insane, lo- at his, um yelling at his band members. We by the way, but you still stumbled upon something great. Paul Those Anka.
2: Paul well, Buddy Rich might be a little mean. Paul Anka is there one where oh. he's yelling
4: at the band? Yeah, that's I, sinister.
2: I think he's right though, believe it or not. Yeah. But I What does sinister mean?
4: I'm he cause because Buddy Rich is just hey. raging and letting it off. But Paul Anka is the guy's get get. Black shirt shirts. They get shirts. I am a hammer the, like, it, when so, I slice
2: I slice like a hammer I slice like a hammer you want me to bring in a conductor by the way I started to realize conductors are sca- the pe- they scare the shit out of people Why would he say that you want a conductor? You know, yeah. they're like no don't bring in a conductor because <laughs> they must fucking make him rehearse And let me tell you something. I have a theory on that Paul Anka video Maybe I'm wrong, but my guess is he has to be somewhat of a nice guy They all like and I'll tell you why mm. You might miss a note one night. Mm-hmm. You might look away when you're supposed to go in for the clothes. Because Paul Anke goes, when I go in for my way, who are you looking at? They go, I'm looking at Frank. He goes, look at me. Look at me. You're supposed to be looking at me. Okay, you could, you could try your hardest and not hit a note. You could do everything in your power to try your hardest and not hit a note. There's no control in that. But when you don't wear black shirts and you're told to wear black shirts, that means the night before he must have been a pretty nice guy or you wouldn't oh, fucking right. pull any shit. If, because a black shirt is something you could do now till you fucking don't work for him again. It's something you can never forget. Meaning, I don't mean you could never forget it like an order. Meaning it's doable. If the guy says, wear a black shirt, so well, maybe the night before, maybe they didn't wear a black shirt, and he didn't say anything. But that night, they did some other things wrong, and then he came down on the black shirt. You wear a fucking black shirt. That's, I get yeah, it.
4: That's his way of a, oh, wow. God, I agree with Paul Ankin now. I'm with him.
2: Yeah, black shirt. Wear, wear a goddamn black shirt. <laughs> they, he goes, I'll bring a conductor in. Maybe they don't want a conductor, and they don't need a conductor, but you gotta, You got if, if the conductor's there, they're looking at him. So yeah. when Paul – because let me tell you something. There's nothing like when they go in for those, like, you know – Like uh, you know, and they do the hard. Like, can you give me a a two hits, uh, JJ? Like, what a uh, bump, bump! What a night this has been. What a mood I am in. They fucking hit the note. Yeah. (laughs) I fantasize about that, you know. Well, bump, 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 bump. All right, good. I just try to get my money's worth. There you go. (laughs) I'm exhausted, Patton. Okay, so here we go. Sweating. I want to take a break and wipe my face, but I don't have time. Yeah. All right, listen.
4: <laughs> are you ready? I'm re- are you kidding.
2: <laughs> uh, Joel, we were gonna play your thing, but it, it's not clear, but I really liked it. The jingle thing. You know who you are, Joel. Um uh I'm going to i t- I'm going to Philly and on uh wait, I might not be going out to, to dinner now, so forget about that, I'm being serious. Um uh okay, here's here's this is this is the pre show. Oh yeah. yeah. This is the pre show. Mm-hmm. We got this for later, but oh. look at Patton Oswald's face. Don't you want to love it and wish it and squeeze it? <laughs> Jake Adams ain't so bad either. All right, listen, enough with the jingles. Stop it already. It's fucking annoying. Seriously, it is. Give it a break. Give it a break. I know you like to play them, but not not. You can't do it in the middle. When I have a guest in here, you can't do that.
1: Yes, it's a show, so let's on
2: the All right, enough. Jake, I'm not shitting around tonight, and I've got to tell you, I'm running a li- I'm like Paul Anka tonight. You can't just do what you want like you normally do when we have real guests in the studio.
1: Yes, it's the Todd Glass Show, so let's on the list.
4: Can I give you a, a little soundbite? you can make into a jingle later? Sure, I'll take anything. Ready? Todd Glass Show, designed specifically for elliptical workouts. <laughs> <laughs> can you put some reverb in his voice, and can you say it again? Yeah, sure. The Todd Glass Show, designed specifically for elliptical workouts i'm gonna use the. can you say uh, you drive a prius sure you or i drive drive a prius you. all right yeah i drive a prius put that together with the thing and we'll sell it
2: <laughs> um <laughs> makes no sense at all all right here's i think you're gonna be able to answer this question these are, okay. this is the pre-show oh, this yeah, is yeah. not the show okay um I this has been asked a lot, and I have my version of answering it. But this is a genuine question from somebody who wrote in. Okay, you, do you have to be uh, um, uh, depressed, or you know, at, at what level of illness do you have to be to be a stand-up comedian? <laughs> and I think you you have to beat to a different drum, for lack of a better saying, for lack of saying it a better way. But I don't think you have to have horrible parents. I don't think you have to suffer of depression. Some people might in this profession, or at least they maybe they discuss it maybe people suffer of depression in in other jobs too but maybe in the artistic <laughs> world you discuss it more but what what's your what's your answer to that
4: uh there's actually a very harsh answer to that question uh and i'll just put it th- that's to that's from be- meg by the way meg, meg i told you i'd remember okay meg uh, that's a very good question uh here's the very harsh answer you have to be funny and <laughs> some and and i know i'm not trying to be glib there are people that have had horrible childhoods and are very very depressed, and it doesn't make them funny. And then there are people who have um, great childhoods and, and Jake. terrific parents, and stop. And uh, they're hilarious, you know. So uh, for for every Richard Pryor who was raised in a whorehouse and really had no parents and whose life was a nightmare, mm-hmm. it was brilliant. And then you have someone like Fred Willard, who is the nicest person on the planet, and apparently had the coolest upbringing and is also uh, a genius.
2: Well, you actually gave a serious answer to that and it's 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 I don't want to say it's what I wanted to hear, but it's close to what I thought. So maybe right. it is what I wanted to I, hear. I just
4: what what I'm what I'm saying is I'm I'm saying this one because I think there are a lot of people that I see that they come to stand up and and you can almost see that they 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 have this they they come to it like, "Well, I've already got the the shitty childhood and the awful parents box checked off, so I'm I deserve Success now, and it's like, well, you have to then work at hopefully being funny because some people are just. I mean, I, some of the funniest people I know are they just have gr- they had great lives, and I'm sorry, it, it doesn't mean that that sometimes life's unfair that way. Well, you, you know, know what I, I? But I'm with you, and I
2: remember once it, I, I, I say because an overused term, you have to beat to a different drum. M- right. Maybe that's true, but. No, I once said to somebody, because I heard that theory that you have to be, well, whether whatever the word was used sloppily, crazy, or you have to be, you know, uh, and I said, I, I was like 24, and I said to this other comedian, Chris Kosha, I go, like, does that mean I can't be a good comedian? Because, like, I'm normal? Because I had loving parents and normal. Right, you know? And yeah. he goes, Oh, Todd, you think you're normal? <laughs> and I go, I'm not. He goes, no, you're not normal. I go, oh, my God, why aren't I normal? Tell me, tell me. Yeah. And he, he goes, well, I can't tell you why you're not
4: normal. But I knew what he meant. I knew what he like, meant. He's- I had <clears throat> I had terrific parents. I had, I had fun in high school. Um, but I also um, realized, because I tried to work a lot of nine-to-five jobs. I wanted a very normal life. I wanted to be... I want to prove that I can do one of those good interview shows. So, what type of uh, nine to five jobs did you have? I, I hope I was, didn't cut you off. No, no. I was, <laughs> wow. <laughs> By the way, I I'm just, a good interviewer. I how in trying to say, in saying you wanted to prove you could do those shows, you attacked me. Bye. Hey, let me just prove something here. So shut the fuck up. I mean, I can do that shit too. What? kind of Okay. Wow. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Listen,
2: I, <laughs> I have, I have, I can do what all those other goddamn shows do. Yeah,
4: right, l- I should have let you finish first. No, but no, I got it's, excited
2: it's, to show off my interview skills.
4: I wanted to work. I-, I was working. I was training to be a paralegal at a law firm outside of DC when I was in my teens, and uh and. and but I just and it had. I wasn't that I was working with awful people, but it just you, you know, like that thing of you can tell when when the world you're in doesn't fit you. It just does didn't fit me. And then I started doing open mics on weeknights. And where? What city? In in Washington D.C. I worked with Chris Kosha when I was really young uh, down in Virginia, in Williamsburg, and I went to, when I was going to college. But getting back to, I was doing the, these open mics. i he 's going to
2: put that <clears throat> on his resume. I can tell you right now, I,
4: he'll be that'll, that'll be online tomorrow. I'm sure. Um, uh, I was working this day job and making really good money, and I was and I could have quit it at any second and then I would started doing these open mics where I made no money and got no laughs and it was miserable and that 's all I wanted to do like the minute I stepped into that club, I was like, oh, uh, this is where I belong this, this is where i 'm not tense i don 't feel like i 'm wearing because like, I was wearing a suit during the day and i didn 't feel comfortable in it and then in a club in a t shirt and a button up shirt over it and jean and on it just that 's where I belong I just knew it. I didn't have to – so <clears throat> it's that thing where you just know where you – I forgot who said this – who said this quote? There are so many accountants that actually should be ballerinas, but at the same time, there's a lot of ballerinas that would be happier being accountants, <laughs> and you have to – you, without naming names, we, you and I know a couple of comedians that would have been happier being lawyers or accountants or working – Day jobs. But they they don't love it like we love it. Yeah, they did not. Well... That's how they maybe can do the same act for 15 years. And when the boom collapsed in the late 80s, early 90s, a lot of those guys vanished because they weren't willing to do it for no money. I was... by, By the time... And I started when the boom was dying. I got into comedy in the summer of 1988, so I decided to hitch my... Wagon to a dying horse I I did not dying it was dead it was I pulled my wagon up to a horse carcass And then I I attached it to the horse and went. I hope this horse comes back to life and starts moving because I really like this I'll just sit here on the road and hope this starts working
2: you you bring up a really interesting uh, uh, Point is that I remember I was one of the guys that started doing comedy when you could make a shit ton of money Oh, but I know from my gut. I would have done it for no money at all, but that was Mm -hmm. a bonus but when there was that period where you couldn't make money being a first or two, a second year comedian. Oh, yeah. I started to have a lot, a lot of respect for those guys going, no, they're in it because the one reason they fucking love it.
4: Yeah. They're not thinking, oh, I can get a check and, you know, they'll do me. this forever. All right. So I think you answered that very well. Yeah. You, ha- you have to be funny. Uh, depression meant mental- and I fight with depression all the time, but that's not why I'm funny. I just I I'm a depressed guy that happens to also be funny. But it, but it's not depression or depressed, depressed. Um, I battle depression. It, it's an off and on thing with me. It just is. It's just there. What are you a weirdo? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. They're not. The,
2: I don't know how to interview people. I have to admit it. That wasn't a good thing to say. No, I get upset and I get nervous and I don't know what to say. I, I get upset. JJ, do something. Um, play a. Play. <laughs>
3: <laughs> First
2: time jingle. Um, oh, no, I, I think it's, you know, better to, uh, even though it might be a little bit cliche, like when people talk about that, it's yeah. always better because it reminds me, Mr. Rogers said, if it's mentionable, it's manageable. And that's exactly how oh, we got wow. into this shitstorm. that nothing was mentionable. Yeah. Nothing was mentionable. Forget about the sexism and racism and homophobic uh, uh, behavior and, 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 um, and uh, anti-Semitic people. It was anything. It was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I see you. <laughs> uh, nothing was mentionable. Even if you had yeah. a, a, a child that was, uh, you know, uh, maybe blind, or if you had a child that was handicapped, they would go, yeah. they would convince themselves, oh, they'd be better. Because it wasn't married. You didn't want to talk about it. No, when I
4: was a kid, the blind kids, their parents would paint eyeballs on their eyelids and try to, like, <laughs> don't <laughs> let anyone know that you are, you know. Wow. It's, 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 a, it's a great blue shirt that Patton's wearing, right? Right, Scott? <laughs> yes.
3: Patton Oswald.
4: On
5: the Todd Glass Show
4: It would be my but also, a, it, what, would the boy, what would the parents say again? That's a great blue shirt that Patton's wearing, right, Scott? <laughs> yes, that's right. Look at Scott checking you out with his big peepers.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Look at those big peepers on my not-blind son, Scott.
2: By the way, I, I, yeah, I'm I laughing, obviously, but I know there might be people go, what's Todd talking about? If you had a blind child, you'd be embarrassed. Yes, everything was on un- If you got a divorce, you didn't dush. Oh, so now that you, we talk about it, people go, back then there weren't all these things. People didn't have depression. Yes, they did. They just guilt, 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 and drank. Yeah. Uh, ta- oh if my it's, God. Me- if yeah. it's mentionable, I love it. If it's mentionable, it's manageable.
4: Right. So you mention Once, it. Although it is weird how now it's, you know, again, I don't want to get into a whole thing. But, you get into whatever you uh, want. Well, you know, it, it, was, oh, it used to be the conservatives that were the shushers and the keep it quiet, and let's not mention it, that word's bad, that word's bad. And now it swung to the other side where my side, the progressives, the, the liberals, now we are the shushers. To what? I, I, this is scaring me. Why and, do you say that? No, I'm just saying that certainly now if you bring up certain subjects, if you say certain things, even – it's like when that, that um, uh, woman, Suey Park, did the cancel Colbert campaign, and in the interview – because he remember he did that thing about the the Redskins and how fucking racist that organization is, and he but he was making fun because the Washington Redskins d- d- trying to to soothe everyone's anger at them uh, <laughs> opened this some kind of like um, uh, charity fund for Native Americans, but it was called the Redskins like fund for Native Americans, still having the word Redskins in it. So Stephen Colbert did I'm doing the Stephen Colbert. Uh, Asian awareness um, – no, it's the, it's the Stephen Colbert ching-chong-ding-dong uh, Asian awareness counselor. <laughs> so like, again, just totally answer this. Um, <clears throat> woman started a cancel Colbert campaign. She was an Asian uh, mm-hmm. activist saying that was racist. And then in the when they interviewed about it, they go, well, you know, in context, he's making fun of okay. the racism. And then she said – and this was the scariest thing. She said um, context doesn't matter anymore.
2: Okay, and but that let me, is let terrifying me, to me. Let me uh, hope. I hope. I, I hope you go. All right, that's a good point. All right, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, uh, there, <clears throat> I should know his name because I've been quoting him. I think his name is Stewart Lee. He's a comedian. A bril- br- Brilliant. Brilliant. And he Holy answers that shit. question. I'm glad you know who he is. Oh, uh, yeah. He said if there's a downfall of what we call PC, which I hate that name because if you I look, I'm repeating myself, if you've heard me stop me, but sure. if you go into the history of the world, you have yeah. to you can't uh, you, you have to find out what people think about past verbiage before right, you right. try to correct them on fush, uh, on current verbiage. Yeah, yeah. If I said to somebody, "What do you why do you think we stopped using the term Jew me down?" because you got tired of being corrected or, "Oh my god, that's wrong. It's not sensitive Jewish" people. <laughs> What's well, wrong? And they went, no, I just got tired of being corrected. I'd go, okay, I'm not, I'm, then we don't have to, then I probably won't get anywhere with you. But if you went, why do we stop using the term, Jew me down? Or, and yeah, and I use the, I'll use the whole word because I'm using it to make a point. Right. If you ask somebody, why do we stop using the word, and I'll get back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. why do we stop using the word instead of saying spend your money thriverlessly? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time with that word, spend your money. How do you say it? Thrift Thri- No, oh, sloppily. Oh, frivolously. Yeah. Instead of saying that, because that's the term, we used to say nigger rich. Yep, goodbye. Okay. Good night. <laughs> oh. Oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: goodbye. Fuck this. <laughs> Okay. Uh,
2: so if you ask somebody because yeah. you know, when we're using current terms, <laughs> right, right. everybody says, Oh, everyone's so sensitive and so I want to get it I want to establish something. Why do we stop using that term? Because, well, there was nothing wrong with it, or it was just a gross term. And if somebody said, Well, it's a gross term, so we mm-hmm. didn't stop using it because people were sensitive, we stopped using it because it was just it was egregiously nauseatingly right. wrong. Yeah. yeah. So 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 if you come current, and this is what I hope I'm pr- uh, quoting Stuart Wright. Sure, yeah, yeah. Is there a downside to what we call PC? Once in a while, somebody gets a little slap that isn't wrong. Yeah. Exactly what you're talking yes. about. Yes. But overwhelmingly, that is a good, okay price to pay. Not that we wouldn't want it to be perfect oh, no. for, hey. the, for the amazing amount of time that people are asked to be decent and kind for the right reason. And, and, and by the way, every time you ask people in the history to stop saying Jew Me Down, you know they what they were like. They were like, ugh, stop, don't say, uh, right. and now when you say don't say retarded, ugh, don't say, no. So the, once in a while, someone does get yelled at, and even I would say, no, listen, that's a great joke, you fucking yeah. idiot. It, right. But overwhelmingly, it is somebody being I am for the right reason. I am
4: absolutely not against PC. But right. But what the thing that I'm worried about, and by the way, I'm not even saying, uh, you know, I'm just worried that we will create a generation that, um, you, you know, uses uh uses PC like a chainsaw rather than the, the the elegant scalpel that it started out as. It was this really brilliant way of getting people to look at things. But when you start using it as this blanket thing, then we, we're going to lo- – I mean I, I just think that so much of our progress came through satire and you know comedy shocking people right. and making them wake up to, oh, that's why that word is – awful. Right. You know, so but so if we take that way, it's like like a lot of comedians that we know post 9-11 started saying, I can't tell jokes anymore this way. No, no, you need to be telling even more jokes because we the the, post 9-11, we're being taken down some really evil, awful roads. And if we don't if we give up the weapon of satire and give it up to the likes of people like Ann Coulter and, you know, and, and Rush Limbaugh, then we're fucked. Well, I then will they s- get to act like we're the rebels. We're the rock and roll outsiders. No, they're fucking not. They are stooges for the you know, the powers that be. I'll play a fucking jingle. No, Miss no, no, Jesus no, no. no. Patton, Patton, let me tell you yelling something. yelling on a street corner Let me right tell you now, something.
2: Let me tell you something. <clears throat> Uh, we're, we're, we're This is the part of the show This is the pre-show This is what we talk about Okay And I know what you mean Like I used to listen to uh, Maybe if, if, As long as somebody Still has the ability To be funny yeah. Which you do I like to talk serious And then we'll take a break I love okay. everything you're saying And you are in Great you're, You should be comfortable You okay. should be I'm, I'm happy that you're saying this mm-hmm. The listeners Overwhelmingly When they bump into me At clubs A lot of mm-hmm. them say We're okay with it You know and, okay. and, 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 and by the way Just because I'm still paranoid To let you know I'm with you On the opening of the show Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll have Aristotle Say the show Starts forty eight minutes in that way. If somebody goes, I'm just in the mood for the silly part of the show. <laughs> but guess what? They go, stop saying that. We listen to the whole show. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. And it's okay. okay, and it's good, and it's fun to hear it yeah. from uh, from somebody uh, different than uh, you know. Uh, you know, if you heard somebody like it's like listening to John Stewart. What right. Do you, how do you like this, Mike? What John Stewart did for politics, I think sometimes I hope, if I can put modesty aside, that sometimes we can do that for social issues. It's Good. the way we talk, a little different. It's a little Man. poetic vulgarness that we take yeah. something and we
4: shed a little light to it. So we can't give up. We can't give up strategic bad taste. Uh, now it's enough. All right. No, we can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> After all that, no. But but uh, I think we're
2: we're we're sort of merging right over here to another topic uh, before Good. we take a break. That. Um, I just don't want to be a bully with a microphone, and I talk about that a lot. No,
4: no, no. I always Andy Kindler told me one time he was a you always. He was the first guy that taught me about pick your targets and shoot up and topple the mighty. Right, Who are your targets because a lot of times, you know, I was because I was so insecure. Um, and not that I was ever a bully with a microphone, but I was picking on very easy, obvious targets. You know, like oh, really, new kids on the block stinks. <laughs> wow, that's ballsy. You know, so it was more like you know, shoot a little higher right. so you know, that that was i i have always tried to use that i do believe in you kick upwards
2: you you yeah you you <laughs> you,
4: you instead of you know when i hear comedians say you know like
2: uh, instead of picking on people that are uh, transgender why don't you pick on the people that bully transgender people yeah and that's what exactly. I like. When I hear a guy that's always like rah 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 just and by the way, you go, Well, who who's to decide if we're picking on the right side? I know the answer to that. History. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. History.
4: You say what you say, I'll say what I say. But history never fucking lies. Although I also I am very, very careful because I, you know, again, I am a I am a down the middle of the road straight white male, and I've had it I've really gotten smacked by thinking that I'm speaking progressively for gay or transgendered people and then The the example that I use all the time was when I was in college, uh, one of my my best friends was gay. And so I was trying to be very – showing him how progressive and PC and I know what the hell's going on and it's bullshit how they treat gay people. And uh, this was like in the late 80s and that show uh, uh, In Living Color was on. And remember the two gay movie critics, Blaine and Antoine, the Mm -hmm. men on film, men on sports? And I was telling him one day, I was like, you know, I I like in Living Color. That's a funny show, that, but that sh- that sketch is really if that's a horrible stereotype that they're doing. And he was like, no, there, it's not. Th- there are gay people that act like that, and other gay people like me make fun of them. That's actually pretty accurate. I think that's hilarious. It, it's that thing of don't white knight this and try to speak for me. Like you, you you get get behind me, you helpless gay person. I'm gonna. It's like no, no. Hey, I can speak for myself here. You don't need to. You know. So so there's a lot of that. That, that I'm now very, very cognizant of That when you're, when you're speaking for What you think is an oppressed classroom Like, maybe don't they're, speak they're, for me Right, and people earn the right Because of
2: their views To to to, uh, to say things that are sarcastic And say yeah. things that, But you have to earn that right Right uh, But here's the, the last thing We're going to talk about Before mm-hmm. we go to a break And then we're going to get some fresh air And come back mm-hmm. we, we, I, When I bumped into you at the airport Which, by yeah. the way that I couldn't weird. believe I was in Vancouver And you were in Vancouver Yep and uh, you saw me, and you just went, keep walking, keep just, walking. Nope. Did, and then I on. kept walking.
4: Save it for the—and <laughs> you will. You committed. But you I went, could. got out, and then came back.
2: We both <laughs> we both did the same thing. We both tried to commit, but then I looked back, and he was looking back. Yeah, no, I was like, like
4: oh, oh, we oh, we both looked back. I hope he if, comes back and says, hi. Don't commit to getting on that plane. As much as I respect <laughs> you, do not get on that plane.
2: Okay. Here's the last thing. <laughs> Somebody told me. I I thought this too when I and I'll go long and then I'm obviously wide open because oh, you know yeah, yeah. there's some people that have come to this show today. I'm very aware that mm-hmm. they they are a fan of yours. Mm-hmm. So they went, oh, they saw your name and they listened to the show, but they might have never listened to this show. This oh, is, okay. and they're and, and I and I want to lose them. They might there might be people already going, nah, you know this. Listen, Patton's here because we uh, we care about each other. So maybe you should keep <laughs> listening, and then you'll care about me, and we'll and I'll care about. You so don't if, give if, up on me.
4: If there are any first-time listeners to the show, let me tell you something. And and I, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Go download every episode of this podcast. Listen to it from the very first episode on. It is this epic. I, it I, this 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 show, This podcast to me. This along with um uh a, a podcast called The Dollop. This is my comfort food. Like when I'm, I will go back and listen to episodes. Just th- this is. It's like you're you're sitting in a restaurant and you're near a table of really cool, funny people hashing stuff out, and it's just great. It it, it makes me hopeful. Well, can I tell I'll, you? I'll say, I'll put it that way. My brother's t- the Todd Glass Show voted number one by the Podcasters
2: Association of America. All right, Jake. I mean, I appreciate it. But. Um, by the way, Patton, thank you. When people compliment you, my brother told me I, I don't know what to say. And one time, my brother said very simply but brilliantly, "I go, I don't know what to say." He goes, "Yeah, that person said you had a good show, and you spent twenty minutes telling him why it was bad." Um, I go, so I go, well, I don't know what to say. He goes, "Well, why don't you?" My brother's a teacher, so he, with his teaching ability, he goes, "Just say thank you." Yeah. So thank you. Oh, that that's kind, go. and I appreciate it. Okay. Um, When I bumped into you, Mm -hmm. this this is everything that I talk about but in a new way. We had talked about uh, that John Doerr saw Meatballs, the movie, and and I had just seen um, uh, uh, the the college. uh, Spaghetti. No. No. (laughs) Uh, What? Animal House. Yeah. And we both thought the same thing. We're like, I want to go along with this because if I don't get this out right, I'm not going to be able to get it out. He thought, oh, my God, there's really some se- – uh, I don't even know if sexist is the right word. Just there's basically like, like date rape where in, 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 in voyagerism and voyagerism. And I thought – when I watched Animal House, I thought, am I just – am I going to lose the cause? You know when, you, when somebody gets too – tries to be what they call PC? Right, right. But then when John said it, I went, <laughs> okay, well, if he said it and I felt it uh, – and here's my question. Not what we think, uh-huh. but here's the way you can stay on good behavior today. Because yeah. you don't want to repeat those mistakes yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to know two things Nobody saw it then Most people did not see it It's comedy, stop it already right. It's not this and, and, But I bet this And I bet I'm fucking right Somebody did see it back then Somebody saw it and they said it mm-hmm. I, You know somebody that watched the movie yeah, And yeah. went home and brought it up And people went behind that person's back Maybe they said it to everybody God, that scene where he's advancing on her And, and then when he got out of the car I pictured everyone goes Oh my fucking god! I can't take him anymore. Or her. Are, you, are, you, are you talking about meatballs or Animal House? Because I don't remember meatballs and Animal House. <clears throat> Animal the, House, they're like you know they're in the I window know and they're getting undressed, and you might think that's cute, but meatballs—he's on top of her, and she's like—and he's like, it's—it's it's a little like wow when you watch it now. This
4: Bill Murray and then Bill, and, yeah, and Roxanne. And by the way, it has
2: nothing to do with Bill Murray. Who? Obvi- well, I shouldn't say obviously who I. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Most comedians admire that career. It has nothing to do with him. It has to do with the times. And uh, did you see Meatballs? Did you? Did you know I, the but scene? I saw
4: Meatballs. when I was really, really oh. young. So the stuff. I mean, to me, I haven't seen it lately though. And I just remember uh, all the all the romantic stuff. I didn't care about. You know. I mean, I did. I saw Animal House. When I was very young too, and I liked the 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 nude stuff. Obviously, the the scene with the girl where she's passed out and he's debating whether to fuck her and then later on you find out she's 13 and he's gonna fuck her on the football field is like which movie is this animal house okay so you so you know what i'm talking about no that one even then i thought that's a little weird even and and i know that it was it was um but if you would have brought that up not now picture bringing that up how many years ago was animal house uh, that was late 70s. Okay, so I picture bringing up in, that up. You know what? I didn't have the words then to articulate. I just Picture if somebody at, did at, back at, then. At the, like I just said, someone that's smart enough, an adult,
2: that went, don't you think a lot of even fairly intelligent people went, oh, come on. You know what I mean? When yeah. they think, yeah, I'm with you here, and it's not. That, and to me, if you do, the only thing to learn from that. If you, if you look back on that, yeah. forget about the people that look back on that. The people that look back on that, I want to I get two categories. The people that look back on those two movies and go, I'm still all right with that. I'm not talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean it, not disrespectfully. Well, I, I, but for the people that look back on that and go, no, 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 that was definitely weird. That was wrong. The only way you're going to get that stuff out of your act or your radio show or your podcast today mm-hmm. is to know that even back then they didn't see it. So yeah. if you think you're just going to go through your act sloppily and try to get rid of that shit, you have to think back then, even some brilliant people, I'm, I'm crediting them, went, oh, stop it already. It's a comedy. Lighten yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only way, if you want to be, if you don't want to make that mistake again, to mm-hmm. be super fucking aware yeah. of the path to the pain, because back then it was just a comedy. No one saw that. That led to negative. I'm not doing it again. Because to me, then I'll be fucking mortified. Learn from the past. Go, okay, could I be doing it now? And if you don't think you have the ability to do that stuff now. By the way, this says I'm not pointing at the finger of them in an an asshole type of way. No, no, yeah, yeah. Go to whatever you do now and go, I don't want to do that again. I don't want someone hipper than me watching me perform going, wow. And it's not going to be you have an act that goes, fuck faggots. I hope they die. Or (laughs) women are fucking idiots. No, it wasn't like that then. Right. So you have to go through your act with a fine tooth comb and yeah. think the hippest, most progressive person watching you that gets it yeah. and not make those mistakes again. And I, that's why I say it. I'm only repeating it to you yeah. because uh, you haven't heard me say it before. That's why I took heavy jokes out of my act, jokes about heavy people, because I thought, yeah, I could see 30 years from now go, God, remember in even like 2014? Like they treated heavy people like they were dregs of society.
4: Yeah, yeah. And I went. I can do better than that. I can, I, have, I can do better than that. I did jokes on my first uh, album, and and I. But the aim, of the target of the joke was was Hollywood. But but I used the word retard very a lot and very casually in a very you know in in the in the through the voice of a very dumb Hollywood guy that's pitching a movie about uh, retarded people, mentally handicapped people. Um, so I don't know. But again, it it was done for. As much as as I think the target of the joke was how exploitative Hollywood is about the mentally handicapped, I knew part of me must have known that people are just laughing at the at the word retard and and right. me doing a, a a mentally handicapped voice and stuff like that. So you know, again, it, there, there's there's nothing wrong with refining what you do. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's also, again, I, I just yes, I agree with all of this stuff, but. Um, Use it as a scalpel, not a sledgehammer. That—that's all I'm saying. Because you can, because you, it can start. There's just there's nothing, there's nothing like speaking your mind sometimes. And sometimes your mind, you're, you're allowed any thought. Um, maybe um, uh, work on the muscle that delivers the thoughts that you have. Does that make sense? Explain that a little bit. Well, you know, sometimes you, we have bad thoughts. We have we have um, envious thoughts. We have uh, uh, mean thoughts towards people we have ra- I mean, any, anyone anyone who's who's white that grew up in the suburbs in the 70s and 80s and goes I don't have a single racist thought in my head I'm like I don't think you're being completely honest I think that sometimes you go to racist generalizations or stereotyping in your day-to-day life but it's okay to wink at that and acknowledge it and go ah shit I got that in me and now how do I deal with it rather than I just I just always mistrust people that that go I am completely advanced and I need no more evolving. I am, you know, it's like, I do, not think I...
2: I, you know what you're, you're, you're saying my friend, Kevin, oh, we call him almost Dr. Kevin Sousa. Cause he doesn't have his degree yet and <laughs> uh-huh. on the show. He has to say that yeah. you're, you're <laughs> echoing the words of uh, him. And he said, yeah. M- when I talk to my dad, he doesn't realize it. And by the way, like I have things in my act. I always say this cause I would hate to someone hear me saying this, like I'm up on a pedestal and then listen to my act things. I go, Oh, I, I've evolved past that, you know? Right, yeah. Uh, but he says, my dad's attitude is Oh, Kevin, when I try to teach him something, mm-hmm. he goes, oh, I'm done evolving. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't know that? And he goes, it sounds sad when you say it that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, no, I'm done. I stopped saying Jew me down. And then right after that, I'm not yeah, going to stop I, I saying I other it. terms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: so I'm going to stick with retarded well, and look, using gay as an adjective. A- anyone that – look, if if Richard Pryor got to a point where he goes, hey, I was wrong saying nigger all those years. I thought it. So if a guy at that level – of expertise is like, hey, there was some shit I needed to work on. Then for any other comedian to go, no, I don't need to work on. This. I was like, ah, you're, you're not, you're, you're lying. You're lying to yourself. Oh. <laughs> Patton, I love you. We're gonna take a break. Well, can I talk really quick? Just, uh, it's weird oh, sure. how you mentioned re- really quickly and uh, Animal House, which, um, yeah, there's some ickiness in it. Uh, but my only, I'm not even defending the movie. But the two things about that movie is it was Doug Kenny and um Harold Ramis and I forget who else wrote it Did Harold Ramis co-write that movie Yeah they were being very open and honest about their experiences in going to college in the late 50s early 60s where that shit was going on and they were trying now again they were going for maybe some kind of creepy jokes about it but it was shit that they saw maybe shit that they did you know but but they weren't Trying to sugarcoat it, and if you watch Animal House, yeah, the Omegas, the 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 mean guy frat, they're they're assholes and bullies, but the Deltas are also kind of pricks and are are kind of bullies and mean to people and are just as exclusionary and make fun of people for being fat and being nerds and being weirdos. Um, but the one especially positive thing at the end of that movie that that a lot of comedies have have forgotten, and it real always kind of bothers me. Is at the end of Animal House, the Deltas win, they defeat they defeat their enemies, quote unquote, by just leaving, by going, have your shitty fucking world. Go work in the Nixon White House, go to Vietnam. You know, I don't want that world. They just reject it and they form their own little worlds. They form they they found the National Lampoon or, or you know, Otter becomes a gynecologist, or you know. But now in movies when when the outcasts and weirdos are getting pummeled they win by becoming even bigger abusers than their abusers, and i don 't know why we lost that like if you watch especially early Woody Allen movies and Meatballs and Animal House, they just go, well, then have your bullshit i don 't want that world and I, you know, that needs to come back and i don 't know why we you know that that has gone away it 's like to become you have to be an even bigger psycho abuser than the people that are abusing you. Our guest is pat oswald you 're listening to the Todd Glass Show. Um, no. Well said. Yeah. And, um,
2: and and I like that you clarified that because sometimes I'll get home and I'll think about what I said and someone might take it the wrong way to go. Yeah. So is he just saying Animal House was a horrible movie? No. Not at all. Absolutely not, not. at all. No, 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 no. Not at all. It might hey, be someone else now even listening going oh I'm glad Todd said that. No. Yeah. but But it does tell you like. You know, just, just try to be aware. Try to make sure you're not glorifying something that isn't to be glorified. Yeah. And just be aware the next time around. You know what? I'd rather be people be – if I could have everyone be perfectly sensitive, it would be great. But unfortunately in this world, you're either going to – not. It's, it's not always like that. I'd rather be overly <clears throat> sensitive and caring and pay the price for that than being
4: overly who gives a shit. By the way, there's quote-unquote progressive stuff that we're all doing right now that in 100 years people are going to look back on and go, oh, wow, they – Really thought they were enlightened doing that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, but you know hey, what? By the way, um, separate water fountains and separate schools for whites and blacks at one time was thought to be fucking progressive. That was a <laughs> progressive solution to what people thought was the problem of white people and black people. That, it, that's how fucked up things were.
2: But you know what? You, we can do a better job than we've seen some people in the past do. Oh,
4: no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like yeah, we yeah. Don't, because yeah, I I say that on the show a lot. When I see people that are uh, gay and racist or black and homophobic, I go, yeah. then leave fucking white men alone until you can fucking <laughs> learn the lesson, you dumb pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, but what no, no, if you're black and you're homophobic or you're gay and you're racist, yeah. then you fucking leave the rest of the world alone because yeah. you should have learned your lesson and you didn't. So how do you expect white males to learn their lesson right. if you've been the victim of being judged uh, from something other than the uh, content of your character and then you turn around and do it to someone else? And when you turn around and do it to someone else, you go, no, 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 I'm not doing it like
4: it was done to me. Mine's legitimate. Right. Well, they fucking thought their hatred towards you was legitimate. Yeah. I mean you've also got to – you have to embrace the times in your past and, and you got to wink at it and laugh at it and go, holy shit, was I wrong when you were fucking wrong and look at it and go, hey, I, I learned. Right. You know, um, uh, This is a weird thing, but the Hollywood Reporter yesterday put up their review online from 1978 of the Star Wars holiday special, which is one of the worst – most unwatchable train wrecks that was ever on TV. It's this notorious piece of shit. And they gave it a glowing review. This was the, And they put it up going, hey, we, boy, were we fucking wrong about this. They didn't try to hide it, didn't try to bury it in their archives. You're like, hey, we make mistakes. Well, you know, that's it doesn't why. Stand, it's like, oh, there you go. You got to. Just uh, own your fucking past. Just own it. That's why when you just said, what if somebody listens
2: to this? I'd like to at least be proud that they heard what you just said back 60 seconds ago. Like, yeah, people will listen to this and think we thought we were progressive, meaning that we're aware of it, but we're at least trying to be alert. All right, listen, here's what we're going to do. What time is it? All right, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah, I need another bottle of water. And then we're going to come back and... uh, you know what we're going to do? Last week, I took some – I said I, – I, I'm uh, obsessed with food. I can't stop eating. That's my vice. Oh. <laughs> Look at me.
4: Who are you sitting across from? Patton, let me tell you something. It's getting to the point I'm where I I'm getting wider than I'm tall. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. It's getting Patton, to the point. It, s- skinny doesn't and cut. it doesn't matter. Oh.
2: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because uh, it doesn't make my arteries not get clogged. Oh, yeah, that's true. If I true. eat a lot of shit, I go to the gym every day. You know, I go to the gym and I work out because I don't want to. I'll talk about it another time. Right. But but anyway, so my all my empathy <laughs> from somebody that's coming, getting through a drug problem yeah. comes from my eating. And I'm thinking, God damn it, every day I go, you get it, you know? Holy shit. So I go off on a rant sometimes. Like I think of someone that's um, going through a problem with uh, drugs or alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And I always tell them that I think, Just know that even if you think people gave up on you behind your back, they didn't they're hoping for you and and that when my nephew He's been five years sober and I know when he walks into a room I know everybody looks at him and I'm repeating myself. They go you little fucking superhero You fucking superhero you were addicted to all this shit, and now you've been clean for five years You are a goddamn superhero, and I get all that From my head from knowing what it's like to even turn down food. Yeah, and he did it with drugs so so last week I went off on a rant and some guy put it to music.
4: Oh! <laughs>
2: so is that weird that I thought it was like oh this makes it you sound kidding? better? You it know? might
4: help people play it. So
2: so we'll play it and then we'll take a break. Yeah, and then it might help com- me. We're gonna come back and be silly, but uh, and uh, and then um, <laughs> but so here it is. And All then right. Dave, we'll we'll, you're, you're, we'll come back from a break. You can stay for like ten more minutes, right? Yeah, I go. Oh, shit. I have so many things I wanted. I don't want to. I don't want to tease you with this, but play just a little bit of it. But I don't want. I want you to know. Patton, what you...
3: Patton, 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 was... oh,
2: that's it. You'll hear the rest later.
1: We have the message that Dave left to you. A oh
2: yeah, what years was ago the, as well. Dave left this after I was on Mark Maron. I to
1: hear it.
2: Go ahead. After I was on Mark Marin, Dave called me the next day. Hey, it's Dave Ross. I'm checking in with you. I heard Mark Marin's podcast this weekend. I just want to say, uh, don't ever call me again. (laughs) I (laughs) just want to say, don't ever call me again. All right, so, uh... All right, let's play this, then we'll take a break, and then um, and then uh, we'll uh, – oh, God, there's so much to do. We're going to read tweets. Maybe you have some tweets you think are funny. Um. Oh. By the way, uh, Dana – I should read this tweet, but I won't be able to find it. Dana Gold said that Charles Manson is getting married.
4: Oh, I did it. You, yeah. I'll read all my – I did like five uh, Charles oh, okay. Manson getting married tweets last night. He said karma no, doesn't
2: – he said something about karma takes a long time, but eventually it gets to you because <laughs> he's married now. <laughs> I'll read, right, I'll I like read to explain one, think, it. Yeah. All right, well, we'll read them. So here um, –
4: is, everything's good we're gonna oh come... actually but hang on when we before we come back do do you have like a little sting of music that's like light rom- like romantic kind of <laughs> <laughs> but
2: no, not for you. <laughs> Damn! He ho- my friend Troy Damn. Con- No, no, Patton. To George Carlin. Yeah, that means the truth. My friend my friend Troy Conrad gives him a million cues a show. So we made this for him, but he hasn't been on the
4: show yet, so Jake gets anxious and he's like... "He." By the way, Jake, you literally held it up like an abused housewife. Like, he told me to hang... No,
2: can I tell you what we thought about doing with this? What? you know those back scratchers that it's like a little rake at the end of it, uh, yeah, and then but it extends out like a like an antenna. We were gonna tape this and then push it closer and then extend it closer to your face, you know, so it would be like oh so it says, uh, sorry, oh I only take music God. cues from
4: Todd Glass. All right, so what uh, what type of music? Because we can get it when we like, take like, a break, like like a, a, a wonderful romantic scene from like a you know Love Actually or something like that. When, when a guy is professing his love. Okay, oh, I that'll, think be, we, that'll be that'll be one of my we, tweets. We, yeah, we definitely have just something. the instrumental Good, version, just an instrumental. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. okay,
2: So we'll play this, and then we'll take a break, <laughs> and yeah. then uh, play this just really quick. I got to do this, or Chris Hardwick is gonna get. Dave breath, oh. Dave
3: breath, Dave
1: breath. All right.
2: Um and then um play this real quick and then we'll take a break day
1: wrap, day wrap, day wrap.
2: see this could be a late night show <laughs> we have a th- we have a we have a thing we do we we, <laughs> we bring the guests on we talk about stuff and then you'll see what we do next and it's a very comfortable thing for
4: guests think what. of the think of the freebie extra web content this show would generate every i mean the reason that John Oliver's show is such a juggernaut is because they post all their stuff for free on YouTube and then everyone th- this show is just what I have that. We'll, we'll talk about that later, but um, yeah. so
2: um, play that. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. Yes,
1: it's a black show, so let's kiss on
3: the lips. All
2: right. You know what I want this show to be? A late-night show. Not with microphones, because that's been done before, just where we have a, a cool set, whatever it is, and every show. You know when there's a show that's been on the air for, like, 30 years? and it comes to an end like Letterman, he seems to even get more comfortable like fuck it attitude, which the fuck it attitude doesn't have a fuck it outcome. It has a outcome of... Oh God! I wish you were doing this all last, along. Last
4: week of senior year in high school—that's what it is. It's, yes, the, the, the last month of Conan on NBC was some of the best TV I've ever that's seen in my what, life. Even though it's
2: a theme, I think it would work for giving us that. That the show I want to have on late night is called the Last Show with Todd Glass, and every show is our last show. And literally, where I will—if if it, if, if, the, if it's done the way I want it, I will make a speech at the end of every show that will make someone cry. And if it doesn't, I didn't. Then my fucking writers get fired because. <laughs> Because I want it to be where every goddamn show Confetti, rain Every fucking show is the last show And it's called the last show Which serves as a double innuendo The last show because it's on maybe at midnight or one in the morning oh, and, the, nice. and the last show So and people love that So anyway, here we go We'll take a break We'll listen to this And we'll, we'll be right back right after this is This is sent in by Andy mm-hmm. DeVries Yeah, thank you Andy I like it hey. Hello Hey he just How told, you doing? How that's are me. You? Oh, good? Mm-hmm. I'm not bullshitting. When I ask how you're doing, you answer. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter if I can hear you. I hear you. Believe me. How are you? Are you? You are?
3: <laughs>
2: no, seriously. I always say whatever it is you're trying to not do, this is the type of motivation I wish I had. So that's why I always keep doing it. Listen, you fuck. Today's not the goddamn...
0: Listen to me!
2: Remember what I said about being a superhero? I wasn't fucking shitting around. It wasn't a little cutesy line. I know what people say behind people that I know. Behind their back when they reach a certain point. Everybody's fucking proud of them. I don't give a fuck if you think they... They gave up on you, they didn't, they didn't, so you fucking dig down deep, I don't care if you have to take a fucking bat and swing it into a pillow. (coughs) I didn't want to sound aggressive in telling you to, I don't want to be angry about it, but you know what I mean, when you've got a dirt When you you can't say, you got to dig deep, no, it's not going to help you, you got to
5: fucking dig deep, you son of a bitch, you
2: fucking hear me? Do you fucking hear me? You can fucking do this. And I'm not shitting around.
5: Just fucking do it.
2: You listen up. You got it in you? you want to do it? And you're going to look back on And you know how they say you can't change your past? Yeah, I wish you could. Well, you can. The way you live the present, then your past becomes different so you can change your path and you're doing it one goddamn day at a time and I get it I get it it blows but life will be better alright and uh and by the way one more thing if I hurt your ears when I yelled if you knew how important that was be, you wouldn't be angry. So if you're angry, well, stop it. We need to
5: do we all gonna have some fun yeah
4: I'll just know that I'm on an elliptical hitting the fuck out of my target heart rate listening to that <laughs> Hitting the fuck Out of my target heart Oh
2: my god, Pat, how are you? Oh,
4: I'm great Pat,
2: I want to test out your acting chops And I'm not oh, joking here. around here, here. This go. is when we get a little fun <clears throat> I'm ready. You know, I asked someone to pick me up gum on the way to the studio And it seems like they've eaten it Did you eat it? You had two pieces <laughs> Well, you know what? It doesn't feel the same when you get it brand new Well, it feels like, you know, you got cheated Mm. I'm, I don't care I'm, I'm, I'm happy you got it Are you charging me for it? Because you can't charge me If you eat two pieces I mean I'm just being honest <laughs> Okay I know this is ridiculous But yeah. what would you do If you were in a movie Right And, and you, and you be, I'm being Too George Carlin. actually I'm being yeah, serious no, and, you, and you can't not laugh like, you're you have. You're not allowed to laugh. Like this, this, It's like Jim Carrey, he's turning into you with some look on his face, which I'm about oh, to do. Oh, and I'm trying not to. And you can't laugh, and, and they really need the shot, and you got yelled at even by the big director. I, I upped the ante. I'm making all this up. He came to you. You, you laughed ten times, and everybody laughed, but now he pulled you aside. He still had the dignity to pull you aside. He went, listen, if you can't do this, I'm not going to judge you, but we need to get a fuck somebody in here that can do this. If he's going to turn, if you can't laugh... Then you got to tell me now. Right. I'm being a nice guy and I'll tell you what to prove I'm not being a dick, you'll get paid. But I got to mm-hmm. get someone in there who knows what they can do. When he turns to you, can you not laugh? What do you say to the guy? Cuz I'm about to see if you can hold up to that. I have a funny thing planned. God
4: damn. <laughs> um, I'm going to I would you're, go uh, You're going to try. I go, I'm going to try, but, you know, if, if if your whole movie hinges on this one shot of me not laughing, well, then maybe your movie sucks. No,
2: <laughs> no, there's 20 other times this is going to happen. Oh, oh, yeah, every this is single the problem. time. Oh, okay, yeah, they're okay. having a problem with you because this, this guy's <clears throat> working with you. Like, if he if, if the scene was this, and he goes, just try to look up at me, look down, okay. and I'll tell you when you look okay. back. And I have really bad fake teeth. Okay. And you are close. you want me to get over? I'm going to come over there and do it closer to you. Because no, I, it'll be funny if I look no, across the table. No, it won't yeah. be. i got to do it closer. All right, okay. To- and you can't laugh, Patton. Got it. And you got yelled at, and you yep. need the fucking money. Oh, yeah. He's not paying you. I mm-hmm. take that back. You're not going to get paid. Oh. You, you're a professional actor. Right. You should be able to do it by the 13th take. Mm-hmm. All
4: right, here we go. I'm going to come
2: Oh, By boy. the way, if this isn't funny, I don't care. That's why there's the drama is building here because No, I, I like this. Like, but you realize if you do it with no problem at all, then I look like an idiot. <laughs> it's not as funny as I thought. Either way, it's enjoyable for the listener.
4: Yep, visual bit on the radio. Here we go. Visual podcast bit. their Okay. All right. Into their mind. That's okay. why books
2: are always better. People's minds. People can imagine shit great. I'm coming up. I'm standing right next to Is that Sorry. Matter of fact, I need you to take your headsets off so I can Ugh. tell them what I'm about. to Oh, do. God. You take your
4: headsets Me off. Me off, mine off too? Yes, you take okay. yours off and, okay. and then
2: make a humming sound. Mm. No lower. Oh. Mm. So what I'm going to do is have these chicklets that I'm going to jam into my mouth. They're like fake teeth. They're big white fake like, you know, chicklets. I'm going to turn to Patton and see if he cannot laugh. So when I go, hey, Patton, picture two big fucking fat chicklets just sticking out of my mouth right in his face. Yeah. I'm loving this right now. I'm doing what I want, trusting
4: myself. <laughs> See, that's making me I laugh. i don't like, no
2: one trusts me in this room, but this could be funny on the, on, the, on the podcast or the radio, as they say in the business. Right. Hey, Pat, what's
4: up? I got the, um... Get caught. Okay, <laughs> okay. If you're right, you right. crack up laughing. <clears throat> the stern. No, I know exactly. I have to look at you angrily. No, stern. You're not stern. You're, you're not laughing. I'll okay. That
2: much. god it! What am I working with here? I'm going to make the director to make this a bit funny. I'm making the director
4: meaner. Yeah. Now I'm-
2: what am I working with? If this fucking guy, this is the tenth take. If he can't look at him stone face, then get me somebody in
5: here that can. Fucking bullshit.
4: Um, All right, me... action! Okay. Hey, what's up?
2: <laughs> I didn't.
4: <laughs> he, did it, he,
2: did <laughs> he did it! He did it! He, 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 he could have done it. I got. I'm. I <sighs> got nervous. Then.
4: Here, okay. Here's. I didn't want to say this when you were doing. By the way, first, um, one, of the, one of the one of the one of the best um, uh, one of the best pitches for uh, books in general. People can imagine shit. Great. That needs to be a poster <laughs> in elementary schools. A Todd Glass books just people can imagine <laughs> shit great. Imagine that on a poster. Um, the, one of my one Maybe of the, the things that has got me in a lot of trouble in my life is when people are really truly screaming at me and angry. I immediately start cracking up, and I can't. And i I almost oh. got killed in Pittsburgh because I was getting um, booed off the stage. People were threatening to kill me because this was. Um, uh, I was making doing? fun of George Bush during the lead up to the uh, Iraq war. And they were, and I was started. So, first they started screaming, like, one guy said, Take your faggot ass back to Hollywood. Who said this? A guy in the audience was screaming at me. And people were about to rush the stage. And I could not, I don't know what it was. I was just, I was delighted. And I couldn't stop cracking up. <laughs> and it made them 10 times angrier. <laughs> like, they were going to murder me. So, uh, that's a big, that is one of my fears is when people, and there's a thing. Um, I was being—I got screamed at years ago for uh, by this producer. I was doing a reading of uh, "The Day the Clown Cried," and he got wind of it. It was a free reading event only, but he at the owned, cemetery, right? No, no. This was at a, a, a theater out in uh, Santa Monica. No, not at the cemetery. I did do one in the cemetery though, um, and he got wind of it. He—he he, he was a producer that owned the rights to the script and was still trying to get it made. Mm-hmm. And he was screaming at me. He got wind of it. Served me an order to cease and desist. At the theater, I got served by a by a you know a, whatever, a, a, a process server, and then he showed up and was screaming at me and said, <clears throat> um, "I've got Chevy Chase interested interested in this fucking script, and you and your little shit ball actors are gonna fucking read it." Without... And I the whole time I'm like, I- "If if I can't if I can't get away from this guy, I'm gonna start laughing, and he's gonna kill me. He's going to murder me because because <laughs> the image of Chevy Chase, <laughs> and then later on." <laughs> but, but like, but like, in, in my life, when people start screaming at me, I start for some reason. It, it almost feels like I'm in so, like a dream or something. Like oh, this isn't real, and I just start laughing. And, you know what? And, and it, that's it, probably it, how I'm going to get killed. It Somebody might... will kill me because I start <laughs> laughing at them. It might be like a, a... The, I bet there's a rhyme
2: and a reason for it because I did a bit once where we had an actor and I yelled at him and before I and he was only in like second grade <laughs> and I pulled him aside <laughs> and I told him I said you know I'm gonna yell at you like I was not like I took the time with him like mm-hmm. I should because I was about to really yell. Was at
4: Was that him. Uh, uh, <laughs> a bottle discipline? No, no, that oh, all kid right. was great. Yeah. That kid was so <laughs> he good. was hilarious.
2: He was so good of an actor and he yeah. wasn't an actor. He was yeah. hi. Uh, he would always answer the door and take his hat off every time when I answered the door. We didn't even ask him to do that, but he knew. He goes, Hi, I'm selling um, magazines, and oh, is that, is that your? Who is that? And I would go, It's my friend. We watch TV together. He goes, Well, because if you have an alternative lifestyle, I'm not the person to judge. <laughs> and he had lived all that shit, this little kid. Like where the fuck? Who's but you, so you were screaming lives? at a second so anyway, grader, sc- screaming at a second grader, and a bit really screaming at mm-hmm. him. And um, I t- talked to him and I said, you know, uh, you know that. Um, what I'd be doing and I even showed him and then when we did it every time he'd start laughing <laughs> so it maybe it's like a child like maybe because were you not because this might be the only way you could laugh at it because it's so comedic to you by chance and I might be completely wrong were you not yelled that in a good way from your parents like was there calm in your house were that it was type- pretty
4: calm sometimes my, my dad would yell sometimes but it was always for a very like I remember every time my daddy would yell at me I, I think back and go ah, oh, yeah he, he was right to do that like I was doing something really douchey but it was never just because he was in a bad mood.
2: Hey, let me ask you the truth. Go ahead, give me a little bit here. I know oh, how to sure. bring it out of the okay, guest. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. So you're saying your dad, this still brings up a lot of emotion, doesn't it?
4: <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it brings up I, some... I was, too, uh, I was trying to do a joke.
2: Like, you're telling me a story, and the purpose of the story is not the abuse of your dad is. But then I'm trying to get, like, you know those interviews where they're <laughs> you know, like... Now, you're really upset about your dad here, man. It's like it really brings up... I see you crying. No, crying. I wouldn't I say... you're crying. It. I wouldn't say it's
4: upset, Todd. You well, know, you you're... Upset. you're
2: Wow. Like wow. No, no, wow. I'm not you're getting yourself,
4: upset at my dad. I'm getting well, a little upset I gotta, at you.
2: I gotta tell you, that, it's called you, reversed anger, is what it's oh, called. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, Whoa, I'm, I'm there's saying, a
4: lot of bottled up emotion. No, okay, well, wait a minute. A second ago, I was I was letting it out, and you saying I was angry. Now that I'm. Trying to speak to you okay, calmly. Now I'm starting you're to doubt say my safety here. That, There's no, a wait, lot not, of wow. I'm not, no, no. What, what I'm happened? I'm saying, you can't just turn this. Whoa! Did he hit No, he, you, t- he, he hit you, didn't. You he never. Me. I said he yelled at me a few times. Wow. But they never hit me. Whoa. Oh, that gets hey, a wow. Sit that sit gets down, a wow. Sit down. I'm not, listen? Whoa. Because no. you're not listen. No. Can I finish a sentence? Go ahead. Can I finish the sentence?
2: I'm. I'm not. i gonna be honest. I
4: don't feel safe around you. How could I? Sorry, can I just bleep that out? I just said, fuck. You just made me say fuck. Oh, my God. Turn it
2: off. It's so...
4: There was a, a segment that... <laughs> it's so
2: you trying to... <laughs> yeah, there's the, no you know, way. It's, it's the basis of just the, the comedy and, like, the basis of probably a lot of the, uh, like, simple comedy of, like, who's on first and that. Yeah. It's like, you so badly <laughs> were getting mad at me because I you were, you were trying to say, no, no, I'm not mad at my dad. I'm mad at you. And don't start... I'm not mad. And I'm like, whoa. I get zero to 60. (laughs) And at me. Okay. I'm not playing games right right now. Close your eyes. All right. Turn up. Open your... And these are my fake teeth. And I have them. I'm your friends. See if you can't laugh. Now, everyone in the room won't lie for you. Okay. Don't fuck around. Open your eyes. Let's do it right now. And by the way, this isn't a joke. These are what I... In this scene, I really think these are good fake teeth. Okay. Go ahead. Action. Hey, what's up? Why can't Why can't you do it? Because... Uh, why? Well, why, why not? What if that was in a movie? Do it again. I'm not going to play games anymore and keep resetting it up. And okay, action. So listen, do you, think that you can do it. Uh, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you
4: to crack up. There you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you didn't have any problem doing it either. Like you did it the second time. I'll admit it. I'm yeah. not trying to play games with my no, audience. No, no. I, yeah, I, I don't. I tell them the truth. Mm. I tell them the truth.
4: God damn those teeth.
2: Do it! Do it. Open your mouth again. Uh, All right. Anything? No, uh, <laughs> maybe I'm getting childish. Now. Now, yeah,
4: I'm laughing at how ridiculous this is. I listen. <laughs> the worst acting coach on the planet. Well, what if you're in a scene with a guy with chiclets in his mouth? <laughs> you know. You know. If, if, Patton, oh, so if this isn't what's this? Everybody.
2: Pat and 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 Pat and
1: Pat and 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 Pat
2: and Pat 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 Pat and Pat and Pat and Pat and Pat and Pat 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 and Pat and Pat and Pat Thank you God when you take it home You you know what you're doing wow. It made it all look like It worked out perfect Yeah Because he t- takes it home It makes it look like All that happened And then it settled down mm-hmm. Oh yeah I don't like when it stops abruptly I like no. to make it look like I know what I'm doing
4: Yeah Tape bits and live
2: That's right that's, So listen The f- <laughs> fake teeth bit That's, that's on there Um <laughs>
4: Well, down. Don't think I ad lib that <laughs> shit. That's that's on my to do list. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> on my blue cards. Oh, is there anything funnier than the Art Fern voice when you're? Oh, I was. No. I was. I can't say what I was doing, but I was shooting something. Uh, I can't announce what it was yet, but we were all in between shots. We were all just talking, saying our lines in the Art firm. and these were very serious lines. We were all doing that. Oh who's, no! Wait, when you give credit <clears throat> to that, who who is that? Who's the person you're saying? Art Fern is um, uh, Johnny Carson, the Art Fern Tea Time. So movie. that's where that comes from. Oh yeah. Even but, though you know Steve Allen was alive, he'd go. <laughs> well, Steve Allen. Thing, oh. Look, that that's another thing too. With of being, when, when growing old as a comedian, I hope I never become the guy. That does the um, uh, comedy hasn't been funny since, and then it's always the ye- last year that they were young and healthy. Thank you, Come and here. I'm the, reaching across the table to shake your hand. You never heard me say that. Uh, the, t- and the two biggest defenders of that were Steve Allen, yes, and Chevy Chase. Okay, Chevy Chase has always, uh, comedy hasn't been funny since 1975. Yes, when you were young and healthy. Okay, that <laughs> no, let me let me react to that I, first of all. Uh, thank you,
2: you're right, and you have to vow not to say it. And I remember. I recently learned that Steve Allen um, was actually, you can put that he was actually, (laughs) he did do a lot of things that were great. He was a total innovator. Right.
4: And then Pete, but he thought, he almost thought like innovation should have ended with me. like, And and, and then it should have ended with me. And when Steve Allen said that, it
2: would always make me as it, like it, let me hear, put a little reverb in this. Well, I need to score my speeches right. Good. A little more reverb. I know what I'm doing. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) I stand here today as Todd Glass and I talk about what am I talking about? Steve Allen? Oh Steve. When, when, oh, never mind. <laughs> I couldn't. I built up all that for nothing. So Steve Allen, hello, <laughs> testing one two. Steve Allen would always talk about, yeah, no one's funny anymore, and it bothered me. And uh, and then one time I heard Alan King, uh, who was probably sixty at the time. Yeah. They asked him about comedy, and look, I'm paraphrasing half, but I'm getting enough of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was always unfunny people. There was unfunny people when I did it, and there was unfunny people now. So it's, it's still – there's great and there's
4: bad, and yeah. he goes, the business is the same. There's still great comedy. You know what the best year for comedy has been? What? 2014. Thank you. Have you seen the people doing stand-up right now? You know what's going to be the – Thank the, you. The, but you know it will be a better year than 2014? When? 2015. Right. And Every year it gets better. It gets better. Why would you not enjoy it? It keeps – And I'll tell you
2: because they're out of touch because they're not out and they don't have their pulse on the community. So uh, you even – by the way, even pretty hip guys I bet fall into it. You, you can either I, be progressive in your – Why would
4: you be in this business and not enjoy being – like there's nothing uh, – could you imagine how horrible it would be if your time doing comedy was the last time it was good? That would be a nightmare. That would right. be a nightmare. No, that right now the wave of comedians I see coming up. I went and did a Tuesday at the UCB a few weeks ago. I hadn't had I haven't had time to go out because I you know I wake up at six a.m. You know with my stupid kid. But the um, <laughs> uh, but I saw all these I'd never seen them before and holy shit, yeah. They were fucking hilarious.
2: Can I tell you? When I make fun of comedy, you can't love it as much as I love it without making fun of it when it when it's really I, bad. Because I, th- I spend mm. equal no, I don't spend equal amount of time loving comedy. I spend more time loving comedy. Yeah.
4: Well, I just I, I just reviewed a book for the New York Times. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop a plug. Oh, oh. Yeah. New, yeah, New, York they, uh, New York Times. New York Times. Yeah, they call me. That's right. Really wow. fuck, so you Todd, no, fuck you, Todd. Fuck you, oh, Fig. Fuck you, Aristotle. Pardon, pardon me. me. Fuck everybody. Oh. Fuck everyone here. I fuck, know everybody on the fuck everybody here. I fuck I everyone fool. I'm looking at. Fuck you, trumpet player. Fuck I c- everyone.
1: I can afford to get the New York yeah. Times flown into my house.
2: By the way, we do that for everything. No, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So but because you know the the worst
4: mistake I stopped at Arby's on the way here.
2: Oh my oh. god. Oh. I got a so fucking no, Guys, good I God.
4: was hungry. Oh, I have
2: a political Fuck statement. Off. I you won't go what? to Chick Fil A. Damn it! Oh, 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 excuse oh, me. Oh, Did oh, you get the right. special sauce? Unbelievable. Recognize you. Oh, I guess oh. I, I can't eat. Hey, now. Everybody. I guess everybody I can't.
4: I, I guess I can't combine oh, meat with bread. me. I can yeah. not go to the high scale. Oh, Arby's. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like yeah. Oh, no. I'm the fucking one. Hot A hot dog wouldn't be good enough for me. I need to be at Arby's. Move you know
2: aside, uh, excuse I me. The sick. trumpets. Let the trumpets play at the opening of the Arby's doors while we welcome comedian Pat Oswalt. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, gracing us today is actor Pat Oswald. A standing ovation, please, and a diplomatic introduction, somewhat of the military salute. Pat Oswald.
1: two number fours, please.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, so what were you saying? But honestly, no, but I, when I was I was working on this, I was reviewing this guy's book, and I just said. You know Mel Brooks is this amazing uh, lesson for comedians, and by the way, I'm saying this as a guy who loves Mel Brooks, but and and every comedian, how great they are, has things that don't quite work out or things that are misses. And Mel Brooks is this guy where uh, he worked for Broadway producers, loved them; they were sleaze balls, but he loved them. He had a human love for them, Did the movie The Producers? He's obsessed with Russian literature, lo- like just reads it voraciously, to that movie The Twelve Chairs. It's amazing. Is obsessed with westerns, loves them, did Blazing Saddles because he loves it. And when you love something, you see what's wrong with it. You can't help it. He was His favorite movie is Frankenstein. He is obsessed with that movie, made Young Frankenstein, which is maybe one of the best satires ever made. And then after that point, it was – he did High Anxiety. He liked Hitchcock, but you could tell he was not – obsessively in love with Hitchcock. He did silent movies. Like, from that point on, there was... And I've seen all those movies. I've seen Dracula Dead and Loving It. I've seen Robin Hood Men and Tights. I know he's not obsessed with Dracula movies with Robin Hood the way he was with those. You have to love something before you can truly make fun of it. And truly make jokes about it. You just can't. If you do... Every bit I've ever seen somebody do out of just pure hatred never works or just feels sour. So when I'm... Like, I'm an atheist, but I love religion. I don't hate religion. I actually love that it exists, and I think it's kind of a beautiful thing, but I also see a lot of the stuff that's wrong with it. Just like I see there's a lot of stuff wrong with atheism, too, and I can't help making fun of it.
2: I have a new thing that I like to say in my act, and I'm not—I don't know why— Maybe I like annoying certain people with this bit, but mm-hmm. I don't ever. I never had a bit like this before. Where and I might even drop it out of the act if it's if it's not as funny mm-hmm. as it should be. But I love annoying people when I do it. <laughs> I say and I don't and I don't have that behavior at mm-hmm. all because I don't like. It's like I want to please the audience, but mm-hmm. I would be lying if I said in this bit. Now I'm not <laughs> annoying all the audience, but I know I'm o- annoying a certain percentage of them. Definitely, right. yeah. And I'll say, let me ask you a question. It's not a religious question. It's totally <laughs> like, but who do you think would follow? Not. Would any, but which would be the larger group, even by 1%, and you want to win a million dollars. So you're really going to let what you want to say your beliefs are, but you want the fucking money. So you put aside, okay, and you have to bet on Mm -hmm. which group would follow the words of Jesus more, atheists and agnostic people Mm -hmm. or people that believe in God. And then I go, oh, you hate the answer. Oh, because you know it's agnostic people and you fucking hate it. You're like, oh, son of a bitch. I think he might be right. (laughs) If it's for the money, why do I got because someone, if you ask them without the money, they'd go, well, how could you? They'd start a big game. But if it's for a million bucks, they're going to get analytical and start using facts. and here's how I've said this before but I feel more clear in it right now it's the same thing if you said this shouldn't be true but it is and if you don't offer up money if you had money you could do this people don't, they know if they answer honestly you're going to prove your point so they stop themselves but when you put some money in there and here's the same thing for a million bucks we ask 50 religious people and 50 non-religious people which recycle more and for a million they're going to go they're not going to play fucking games they're going to go I fucking hate this non-religious people (laughs) because <laughs> it's change. It's anything different. It's any. Yeah. So when you mo- put the money in there, you'll start putting <laughs> stats to your favor. Yeah. Which hit less? Religious people or atheists hit their children less. And you you you, you don't have time to dilly dally. You want the money, and you just <laughs> go. You go atheist. I fucking hate this. I need this money. I hate what I'm saying indirectly, and you fucking know it. Yep. Yeah, even a religious person that goes to church every Sunday for a million fucking bucks. They're not playing games. Which group hits less? Motherfucker. Which group recycles more? Motherfucker. It's any change. Which group complain more about the plastic bags when they charge for them? Yep. Religious people. Mm-hmm. The others win. It sucks paying, but it helps the car. Co- so it's like it's. By the way, what I just said, and here's yeah. the weird part: if I had a show, I could do this on a show. Uh-huh. This is doable. What I just did, and it proves some hard core shit. Yeah. By putting some money up, and you go, we we interviewed fifty people here, fifty people there. You could really do this. This could come fruition, and is mind is mind boggling. This could be something that would spread around like crazy. Going, that's fucking nuts. Did you see what they did on that show?
4: Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Uh... Ooh. I'll tell you. <laughs> well, the think pieces alone that that thing would inspire yeah. between Slate and Salon. And by the way, <laughs> I know I'm probably, for some people, not as. Todd as Glass, culture pimp, and then a picture of you. <laughs> Just click, all clickbait. Fucking clickbait.
2: Listen, Pat.
4: <clears throat> <laughs> Wait. Uh, Your whole act on, on a lot of levels is a. Mel Brooksian satire on stand-up and on showbiz. A lot of – again, I've always said like when, I've, um, when I get frustrated with the business, there's a, there's a three-part uh, YouTube video about, of you at MBAR glass at M bar. Hey girl, what you uh, doing? Da- Can well, you bring up? Uh, oh my darling, knock, knock three bang, times. Bang, bang, <laughs> boom. All right. And <laughs> I said, said this okay. before in another podcast. Hold on one second. Let right. me
2: tell them to get it. Can you go online and get um, "Knock the, Three Times" by Tony Orlando the be- and Dawn? The, the, and I'll show you. Tony, tony it's, the, it's the beginning. Tony Orlando and Dawn.
4: It's no, just put Tall glass M bar, and it's the second. No, 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 no. I want to get the real song. Oh, the real one. Okay. So
2: get go on Tony Orlando and Dawn. Knock three times. Knock three times. Knock three times. Hey,
4: girl.
2: And this is what you're talking about. Met. I know. By the way, I haven't One done this bit in 10 me, years, but you I'll know. don't it. even know we'll me. me.
4: I love
2: and I would yell you. at the crowd to sing it.
4: <clears throat> you guys want
2: to talk about other stuff? No, well, no,
4: no I'm gonna... just saying, whenever, <laughs> whenever <laughs> I'm bummed <laughs> out and. At... <laughs> No, let, let's well, you know this let me, is good. This is great pocket. We're gonna wait in silence
2: I, I know it. I know as soon as it went quiet. I swear uh, to god Jake I thought no don't make him don't even <laughs> let it be quiet for one second because it seems like inevitable But I'm so excited to uh, to do this song usually it comes up quicker. That's why I don't yeah. like I'm looking at the screen usually you put in on YouTube uh, Tony Orlando and Dawn knock three times. Yeah. Oh, we might have a slow. Uh, oh boy.
4: You know these moments. But, well, this this thing of of on on the m bar thing when when you start going, you just go, oh my darling, bing bang boom. And I watch that going. Oh, like when I'm when I'm frustrated with the business, I watch every now and then to go that. That's what I get to do for a li-. like if, <laughs> if I want to like people with jobs they hate, they don't get to go. You know, like the guy that. <laughs> Hates the law office he works, and he can't just get him going. Oh, my darling! Bang,
2: bang, Bing, bang, boom! boom and... Me I meet you in. Uh, come on, everybody, sing along! Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. bing 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 bing, bang bang bing 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 yeah. bing bing. And at one point you go, whoa, whoa whoa, and then you start
4: laughing like, what the
2: fuck was whoa whoa for? Whoa whoa whoa, knock three times on the ceiling if you, if you me. want me. We have a bad inter- interconnect, inner Yeah, and also yeah. I
4: need to plug the computer in because uh, <gasps> it's low well on
1: battery.
2: All
4: right, well we're good. Oh, do you want that do- guy lives in a shitty building, by the way? If he can go. Knock three times on the ceiling. So she just 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 put on the ceiling. Then he goes twice on the pipes, which also means he can hear everything she's doing in that apartment. Like, it's his way of going, even if you knock twice and the answer is no, I'm still listening to every fucking thing. (laughs) Like, don't think that I'm not listening to all this shit. I know when you go to the bathroom, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Just take that to bed with you. <laughs> right? Do you know,
2: for the first time ever, I was staying in New York, and I did the broom to the ceiling for the person above me? No shit! I was going In out a hotel? My, no. In a, in my <laughs> friend. My friend, she has an apartment there. Uh-huh. In- Ingrid. Mm. And uh, I have a hard time <laughs> with their name. Ingrid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so she let me stay at her place because she was away for two weeks, which All was right. great. I got in in uh, right across from Thompson Square, a great place. Uh, Tompkins but, Square. Th- yeah, did I say it wrong? You P- said Thompson. Paul square. F. Tompkins. Square. Tom- Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> he got his own square. Don't be jealous.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>.
2: <laughs> um, he deserves one. So, uh, so my hand's in the air. So it must mm-hmm. be there for a reason. Mm-hmm. So now, I, oh, yeah, what's happening? Oh, so thank you very much, Michael.
4: <laughs> um,
2: so. Um, What was happening happening upstairs? So nothing bothers me. Matter of fact, as long as there's not somebody in distress. Oh
4: wait, Todd, I'm sorry. Nothing bothers you. (laughs) You are you are the most Hyper-present human being, not only are you – let me just say something. Not only does most – not only does most everything bother you, but midway through something bothering you, you then get bothered by the fact that you're bothered by it and start questioning, should I be bothered by this? And then you get angry at yourself for questioning me. You – holy shit. Nothing bothers me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm so I can't believe I was here to witness that. <laughs>
2: Holy oh
5: shit! God.
1: Yes, it's a backlash show. So
4: Alright,
2: listen, we're going in for the close, but I okay, want to defend okay. myself a little. Yo, By the way, ahead. that was hilarious, and I understand.
4: You know what I'm saying. I
2: understand though. the confusion. Holy Should shit. we call you confused? Maybe? No, you're not confused. <laughs> there is a part of me that's exactly that. Yeah. But I hope that as people get to know me, and by the way, I you who was laughing the hardest? Oh, but my God. Yes. Yeah. But, but <laughs> then I go back to like, hey, I could be deluding myself or not. I think <laughs> when people get to know me,
4: yeah.
2: I need organization. And I really think that has a lot to do with like my head, the way it works. But. When you're around me n- not a lot does bother me like neighbors having parties that never bothers me I'm always like hey they don't yeah. bother us my my neighbors you are
4: delighted by everything
2: I'm fine with everything yeah. pretty much uh, I can only handle what my only can't handle what my brain can't handle and that's usually Unorganization. I can't oh yeah, on. unorganization. The name but of your first country hit. Thank you. Yeah. No,
4: that's why you go crazy. But these nightclubs, like, why don't they? Yeah, do
2: why don't they do it bad organization? But, but uh, as far as things, I get along with people. <clears> I get along with my neighbors. Yeah. No, if I'm in New York, if there's not, even two dogs playing loud, it doesn't mm. bother me. Barking, scratching, drives me up the fucking wall. Is a dog in distress? Yeah. Uh, Playing children doesn't. I could be in New York City. The hustle, you know, sometimes you want to hear this is maybe wrong to admit this, but you know, when you're laying in bed in New York and you hear like sirens and ambulances and you think, how do you sleep during that? Maybe it's like a little cozier. You're like, God, I'm glad I'm not out there. People are getting murdered and I'm in there. (laughs) I got a down comforter around me. It's so comfy, you know, it's so comfy. Oh my God, look, there's out there. (laughs) You're in bed, warm. You don't have to Mm -hmm. get up. (laughs) <laughs> I got, I got, I wanted to try something, Patton, and right. I have two things. I want to read tweets. I definitely yeah. want to do that. Oh, and then there's this video. There's so much. Oh, I can, you know, I can stay a little. No, 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 no. no. I'm right. going in for the clothes. All we're, right, we're right, already work it in that we're going to go a little over. So, right. Right. so if you give me more permission, that gets yeah, out of hand. Okay, okay, but we're good. Right. I know what you're saying, and okay. you're giving me the perfect.
4: We're all good. The fake teeth thing, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I had to put you through that. Uh, I look, I'm just, I'm just, I feel bad for the listeners, but you know what? They'll make it. Well, we have a summer concert series, so what I'd like to do, <laughs> we do, and we're going to end
2: the show with it. With a, it's a new summer concert series where Jake, uh, Aristotle, and then JJ, we have a, an orchestra that's going to play, and they're going to accompany right. them. Which was asked by the orchestra we're playing. By the way, this is how you just hype things up. We're playing an orchestra I found on YouTube, yep. and then they are going to play along with it. But if you want to sell it really good, you go, well, this is amazing. I found an orchestra that we're playing on YouTube, and they wanted to, these guys to join in with them. So as part of our summer concert series, they have sent ahead a track of them playing, and oh. they have honored these two to play along with them, and we're going to enjoy it oh, right here delightful. in the studio. I can't wait. All right, so we got that. Okay, good. Um, Is it real or is it fake? Can we play this guy, and I want you to tell me if this is real or fake. Okay. I was going to actually just tell you.
4: (laughs) No, (laughs) I want to.
2: Yes. Mm. Can we? If we can, we can. If we can't. You know me. I'm easy breezy. Yeah. What do I care? Oh, that's right. I'm easy breezy. Nothing bothers me. Jake punches me in the face when no one's around. You think I'm going to tell you know what don 't worry about it well, you
4: know while we 're sitting here, I just want to mention that I, I, you can watch this later and, and and talk about it on a future show. I would love to come back uh, but well we'll see. let 's see let's let, let's see what kind of numbers this thing gets <laughs> don 't you have a book <laughs> yeah i have, oh yeah shit, I was supposed to plug my book um, yeah, I have a book coming out January sixth called Silver Screen Fiend, you are mentioned in it. I am. Uh, it's buy, a, Please shut up. People buy it. It's a. It, you really people, are. People. Yeah, please don't. A,
2: people. Please, you have to go out and
4: buy the book. It's. It's. Uh, you were. No. You're actually mentioned because what happened? It's. It's a memoir. Please about sit down while well, Patton talks. Where I'm mentioned in his book. The. Uh, the years 1994 to 19. I'm sorry, 1995 to um, 1999. These four years. Sure, I'm 22 then, right? I, mm, yeah, that's right. Oh my God, skateboarding everywhere. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, I just moved to L.A. and I became adi- – I just went to the New Beverly constantly and I was addicted to going to see movies compulsively just out of this OCD thing. And I would like go home and check off the titles of the movies in these five movie books that I had. And in my mind that became if I check off these movies then I'll have a good set. That- it's a way like a baseball player if like I could wear these socks and I – you know like you know um, knock on a table 8 times and I'll have a good game tonight so it became this weird superstition so it was, it was the combination of trying to see as many movies as I could and trying to do as many sets as I could and I do a whole chapter about the largo and the rise and, of the largo and <clears throat> I talk about one night where because there was a time when the Largo was, the, you had to get up at the Largo, mm-hmm. you know. And so there were people like, you know, it was you and me and and Paul F. And, and uh, Greg Proops and uh, Karen Kilgariff and Marilyn Rice, all these people. But then there were a lot, a lot of, um, we won't name them, but some pretty big name headliners started. Like, because we were getting written about in Rolling Stone and Vanity Fair. And like, well, I'll go drop in on this room and... Didn't go so well for them, and there was one night where this uh, uh, guy from San Francisco, um, kind of a <clears throat> you know a once big headliner, I know this story, came in the room, and uh, Lisa Langang because he knew her, she had put him on the guest list, so he was at the top of the comp list. You understand? And but then, and that list was at the door. But then also at the door was the list of the show. So it was the you know here's the host here's blah, blah 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 this guy came in looked at that list and was like, God I just asked to uh, come by and see the show and she's got me uh, she's got me closing it out, like in his mind because and 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 you were closing the show out and so he's walking around doing the the humble brag of um God I uh, just wanted to visit the Largo but I guess Lisa got wind of uh, me coming and put me on the show I wasn't ready to do a set but I guess I got to and and people without trying to be mean to him were like. Oh really? You got to follow Todd Glass. Do you know who Todd Glass is? Because he was—I don't think he'd ever seen you. He's like, no, I no, not really. And they were like, yeah, you might want to. Uh, holy shit, dude! I mean, you and, and and again, nobody was trying to be mean to him. They were just like, you—you you might want to be ready because he kind of. Do You know who this comedian was? <clears throat> oh no, I know. I'm not going. I'm not going to mention him because it doesn't look good in the story. And then, right as you went up, he realized, oh my god, my name was on the comp list. I've been telling this room of all my friends that. I'm closing the show out, and now I'm really – no, I'm not. I'm just on the – and then he just fled because he was so embarrassed. He never came back. It was so oh, – you'll
2: tell me – will you tell me off I'll the air? I'll tell you
4: off the air, but you can't say because I don't want to be mean. You know what? There was another story uh, – and what's the name of your book? Uh, Silver Screen Fiend. Silver Screen Fiend. Yeah, My Life in L.A. with Todd Glass. That's pl- the um, – <laughs> Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you only mentioned on one page, but the, the publisher said that's going to sell copies. So um, – <laughs> But it, it was this weird – like that would be a great – it, it would be a great scene of a movie with this guy. Not only is he unaware that he's not on the show, thinks he's on the show, but also doesn't – didn't know who you were. And is like, yeah, I'm closing it out. And everyone he tells, without them being me, we're like, oh, Jesus, she's got you following Todd Glass. He doesn't know who that is. you know. So it was, it was just this really funny and that, sad moment you, in the Largo.
2: You know, that scene <laughs> – uh, but I felt it then and I know it now – was really great for me. And, oh, even yeah. though, and I defended it because I felt like I was a club comedian. I really did. I spent a lot of time. I was a club comedian at the time. Yeah. I was doing clubs. Me too. And yeah. I spent a lot of time defending that scene. And I thought I did it. I'm going to put modesty aside brilliantly to clear it up when people would try to go. Let me tell you something. If, you're gonna, if you want to tell me that 40% of that scene is... Emperor's Clothes, whatever you want. I, mm-hmm. let, let's make this quick. Forty percent of it, yeah, I'd go APSA yeah. fucking loot. Oh yeah, but for the sixty percent that it is brilliant for and lets people come out and lets guys like Dana Gould shine, and I won't even be so boast to say, you know, whatever. If, if you say nice words about me, I appreciate it. But I will say at least that modestly, it let me fucking do what I really wanted to do. These I'm were just kind, great audiences. Yeah,
4: and I'm not, I'm not objectively you destroyed in that room. No, you destroyed I, it, in that it, room.
2: When it worked for me there, I appreciate that compliment because I felt that. Like when that it worked for even me there, even a
4: compliment. It's a, it just, it's a fact. It, and, it, and it was one of those. Th- I mean, I, I don't even need to say it. It's the fact that when you were on the show, Elise was like, he has to close it out. And no other. By the way, there wasn't another fucking comedian. That wanted to go on after you. are like, is Todd on the show? Yeah, he goes on last. It was Fuck just that. I'm not going on after him. It
2: was just I found what I really like to do in audiences, and it was really exciting. And the end bar was part of that also. Oh, yeah. It was the same exact thing. It was but really it, great. A great people that you want to hug. They were audiences yeah. that you go, you treat comedy. It's sort of like it is like the there's scenes like that today, too. But we're just oh, saying that's why they're come fucking full circle, Patton, about people that lose touch. People that aren't in touch might go, oh, there was this bar and there was the M bar and there were Largo, and they'd be right, but they don't know. And now there's the meltdown and there's the living room show there's and there's the, the, meltdown, the uh, room comedy brouhaha,
4: sleepaway camp, hot tub. Oh, just great um, I mean, fucking so shows. There's so many amazing shows. Um, put your hands together, Tuesday. The, li- the um, uh,
2: lyric, uh, the uh,
4: yes, the lyric. Uh, Emily Heller just started a new show. It's re- it, huh, fresh out. Fresh out. There's I mean, a great
2: show. Uh, what's the show called? Lip service, which is people got a nice review in the New York Times. Where's lip service? Ooh, oh, the New York Times. Pardon me. My Robin
1: I read Ooh. the New York Times. My show gets reviews in
2: other states. Part of me. <laughs> we have somebody on the phone. Oh, I heard. I heard that you got written up in the New York Times. (laughs) May we have a salute to (laughs) Robbie Godwin's room.
0: Uh. The name of the room. Lip
1: service on Wednesdays at Santa Monica West Side Comedy Theater.
2: Thank you. (laughs) What the fuck? Awkward silence. You have your book, too. I'm going to talk about your book in the opening, and you're going to like what I do. What is the name of your book? Circus Catch. Circus
5: Catch? Yes. We're going to
2: talk about it when we take a (laughs) Stop it. That's so disrespectful. No, seriously. Circus Catch? Yeah. You want to do the bit where I keep asking you? No, seriously. (laughs) Tell me about Circus Catch. I'm curious. I'm an interviewer. I ask people questions. What's it about? The mic will pick you up. It will? Yeah. Hey, Jake. Jake, Jake. Blah, 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 blah. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Tell me about the book. Sorry. What's it called again? It's called... Blah, 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 blah. Stop it, blah, blah, Jake. Blah, You're not going to get to me on our new TV show <laughs> with a behavior like this. Now I'm going to go and use our super secret word, potato salad. Motherfucker.
1: Just felt like it was still funny. What is your book called? ba ba
3: ba 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 blah, 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 blah,
2: blah, 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 blah. ba am ba ba ba
3: ba
2: ba 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 Blah, blah, blah,
3: blah, blah. blah 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 blah. Blah blah
2: No seriously, what is the name of it? Of the book, Circus Catch. Circus Catch. What's the basic premise, (laughs) quickly? It's about a football
1: player. Blah blah (laughs) blah (laughs) blah 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 blah.
2: Well, that's great stuff.
3: Blah, 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 blah.
2: <laughs> I love how many blah, 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 blahs we have. By the way, Michael, oh, I give you an A-plus for doing yeah. that bit exactly right. And, Patton, I'm going to go back and compliment you as we go in for a close. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> there was something we did a long time ago where we went, Whoa. And when we went back to it, I was hoping you didn't say, well, it's not important anymore because then that means you took it personally and you didn't. We did it for 20 minutes and then I said, so what were you saying? And you, without missing a beat, went, oh, so anyway, and you continued right back into your story. I'm like, that's how the only way the bit works. Exactly. And I remember yeah. what I was talking about. You acted, you didn't act like, oh, well, you went, oh yeah, like mm. nothing happened. Boom, here we go. And I wanted to stop and compliment you then, but mm. then I thought, well, um, it might ruin the timing. By complimenting you, because then it would dis, it would discredit everything you did.
4: Yeah, because I mean, uh, the time, timing and timing and pace are both both of those pace and timing <laughs> or timing before pace. Those are um, those are important things, both of them. And so, if you stop, you I, I'm just saying it's good that you. I'm comp, I'm complimenting you, saying that because what you were saying earlier about not you don't compliment someone because it messed – the pace and timing. You don't want to mess up. Those things, or the two things the oh, ah! that I was saying. So that's, both of those are important. And, Patton,
5: I'm
2: Patton. oh my fucking God. I took me that long to figure uh. that out. <laughs> Oh, my fucking God. That was so wonderful. I give, uh, you know, uh, Michael a high praise on doing that bit. I go, please, please just talk a little longer because I know you <laughs> might
4: have been getting tired. Blah, blah. And then he comes back. You're like, well, and the thing is, you know. <laughs> no, no. What if the bed music for your show is Mike describing his book? just You can barely the hear it. But the sky <laughs> and this guy in that.
2: was score the thing. And then he was doing that. Oh, boy, boy, boy. We're doing good. We're do- oh, can you play that video? And this yeah. is, is this real or is it do we have it's real or is it fake jingle? Because I need jingles. Is
4: it real or is it oh, fake? <laughs> I'll make up one right now. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> is it
2: real or is it fake? Is it real or is it fake? Um, we can- I know you can't go back and forth. Right. That's all right. Okay, here we go. He's at a church, by the way, and he's been introduced by the piano player.
0: My name is John Dacre. Lord is risen
5: today, hallelujah. Sons of men and angels say, hallelujah.
0: It's a pine. that's a It's a moray.
5: Bells will ring, tingling, 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 as a bell the Moray.
3: Tickle, 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 a moray.
5: You know, all right,
2: fade, see that out. You see fade it out. Fade it all it all first time. of all, let me tell you something, and I'm going to break the the uh, on a show. If I had a late night show, yeah. what? Why couldn't you roll in footage like this? It, it was is so it much. Is it oh. it's Now, that video that could be on a late night show, so instead of coming out and you don 't have to necessarily do the games that like yeah. they do on Fallon, which they found their thing, yeah. but you could just roll in it doesn 't have to be YouTube footage of people you know uh, chopping off their cocks or whatever, but you could there 's so much cool stuff on the internet too if, you, if I had a show late at night that 's what I would do with the guests i 'd bring out yeah. watch footage like this, analyze it, yeah, and then have fun with it or it could even be something like I know i 'm doing talking about on a show on the show i 'm doing i 'm saying what I think is because of Ian Carmel and Rob Gleason. They came to me, and I think they're explaining to me why we were going to try to bring the show to, like, a late night. The last I think. show with Todd Glass. Voted number one oh, at the good. TV Association oh. of America. I'm probably over-talking. Do you fucking do. All right, that's not necessary. <laughs> you know, I pay him for those jingles. He doesn't have to be disrespectful. Um, but I want to play another one for you. Do you want to watch? Do you want to I... listen to this song? And this is real. This is Well, the, the... thing
4: that you just played is definitely real. Oh, you're right. Oh, I've seen oh, I'm that sorry. for years. Though. Is That's it real or real. is it fake? Play
2: it again. I gotta, that is real. we got to really sell these really bits. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you the answer. Is oh. it real or is it fake? We're going to find out if it's real Here or if it's fake. Oh, sorry. Is it real or is it fake? Is it fake or is it Did real? Patton Oswald guess right? By the way, this is not the way I do the show. Is it fake or is it Does anyone want to write a check? Um, <laughs> it, was, it was real. And you know by the opening. And by the way, that's crazy that that's real. By the way, obviously, if you're listening, go YouTube it because it is just. Yeah. If that guy's an the, actor, the only
4: the only way that people would think it would be fake is if they would think that like Tim and Eric faked that and <laughs> that. That's the cl- only way you would think it was fake. They're the it looks only like ones could they, do yeah, it could like do that. It. Yeah, yeah. There's another piece of footage. On YouTube, if you would do a search on YouTube, of crazy man yells at trumpet player. And this guy... Oh, he says he's horrible. He goes, go play somewhere else. Oh, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. He's the anti-Todd Glass. He is (laughs) undelighted by life, and he is yelling at somebody for for not... Because you said, like, the sounds of the city... They don't get you mad. So, this is the anti Todd class. But you've already, if you've already seen it, then you know. No, don't I, loved, I never played it on the podcast.
2: So, but, it, but It's, it's so, amazing. He's so mean to the guy. He's, here's, is here's, he right, the, though?
4: He's so mean. In, but it, as he keeps going, there's a he's couple trying. points where I'm like, oh, he's kind of right. Exactly. Like, you don't respect exactly. the silence. You don't respect the silence from which creativity grows, or something like that. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, I agree with that part. He, that part I agree bad. with. and you hit the nail right up there. Yeah. The yeah I, like, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Well, maybe it says that although
2: we don't like his execution, that <laughs> right. doesn't the executions mean there aren't-
4: aren't. But then he yeah. says, I walked Dylan up on stage. What? He goes, I walked Dylan up on stage. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think somebody, when, when that was going around, somebody made a picture of Bob Dylan, like, up on stage. And there was a freeze frame with that guy screaming, like, he's screaming at the audience. Like, <laughs> this is Bob Dylan, you stupid assholes. <laughs> now put your hands together for him. I can bring him up here.
3: <laughs> Put your
5: assholes.
4: <laughs> Put your hands together. You mediocrities. All of you, mediocrities. This is Bob Dylan.
2: He's uh, going to sing
4: some songs. You don't deserve it.
2: You have it. <laughs> oh, let's play it. So oh. he's yelling at a guy that's playing the trumpet on the Just, corner, I, I, right? The
4: trumpeter is on something. He's playing an instrument, a trumpet. And, oh, boy, this guy is... Uh,
5: <coughs> yeah, you suck. <laughs> you suck. I you deserve? for everybody else. Get out! No! No, you go. I'm not going anywhere, shithead. Get the fuck out of my neighborhood. Get out! (laughs) You little eyes. you suck. You're a mediocre piece of shit you can't even play. You suck. I've been playing 41 years. You suck. I'm a left-handed guitarist. You suck. You suck. No! No. No! You go. Get the
3: fuck out! Get the fuck out! That's how we met Jason.
5: Get up! No! To rehearse maybe <laughs> <You're laughs> you are stuck you have no talent a piece of shit you oppose your not to tell you don't let anybody around you want you do not get out <laughs> how dare you come down here and do this I'm here 14 years I've lived in this time I hope you're a disgrace
3: mm-hmm.
5: you're stuck how dare you I'm on three blocks down <laughs> who the hell do you think you are Yep. What the hell do you think you are? You any kind of artist? Anybody know who you are? Maybe anybody else wants to enjoy the peace and quiet. This is one of the most important places in all of North America. Who are you? Who are you? You miserable presumptuous, no talent. You're no artist.
4: What if this was the bed music for your respects
5: show? An silence. It serves the foundation of creativity. I agree with that. You obviously don't have the talent. You don't have enough respect for yourself or other people or what it is to express yourself.
2: Because that is a a line. Maybe you can even put some uh, trumpet music on there. There you go, yeah. can you do it in studio? (laughs) (laughs) Give her the – by the way, maybe she deserves trumpet music just because no one ever gave it to her. No, that's a he. He, I'm sorry. That's a he. He. Okay, you want to do a little bit? Good
4: good music or bad music? Uh, Good music.
2: Something. Yeah, yeah, something's going on in yeah, the Okay, yeah, go yeah. ahead, bring it back, drag it back a little and give her some nice music and there's already enough reverb because she's in a subway, I think. Oh, you play the play, play, play. Okay,
5: go ahead. Part of artist! Anybody know who you are? Maybe everybody else wants to enjoy the peace and quiet. This is one of the most important places in all of North America. Who are you? Who are you? You miserable, presumptuous, no talent! You're no artist. An artist respects the silence that serves as the foundation of creativity. <laughs> <laughs> obviously you obviously don't have the talent. You don't have enough respect for yourself or other people, or what it is to express yourself. In music, or any other form of creativity. <laughs> and I'm an NYU film school graduate. Sucker. <laughs> At the School of Visual Arts. Sucker. In the Academy of Art University of San Francisco. You suck. <laughs> you are no talent. If you really had talent, go practice. And to get yourself a gig, instead of ruining the end of the day for everybody down here, you disgrace. You are everything that's gone wrong in this world. You are self-consumed, so no talent, mediocre piece of shit. <laughs> and I've earned my right to say it. Okay? I had two thousand people in <laughs> Bill in 1975. I walked Bob Dylan up on stage. Who the fuck are you? I knew the Grateful Dead from 1966. Who the fuck are you? You nothing. <clears throat> you nothing. You are nothing. And you will never be anything. Never. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, you mystical mediocre nothing.
4: And then he just kind of winds down. Wow. Yeah.
5: Shame on you. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. There you go. That
5: stupid little smile. You little pit, not work to play
2: Yeah Go mm, yeah. no work to
5: play You're flat You can't even carry a fucking note I don't care about your little like horn lip It doesn't mean you know how to play You're flat I'm trained classically I'm trained contemporaneously <laughs> You suck. No No No
2: Yeah Oh. Wow. somewhere wow. in there, she, there was some really truth. couple truths. of good points. They were. A couple of good points. I think overwhelmingly well <laughs> wow. I'm saying overwhelmingly, uh, you gotta be aware like, you know, it's, it's hard because I have enjoyed street performers so much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's something, it's not an art that I'd want to see uh, be disrespected because no. there are some talented people in the street and who's to decide who isn't? So that's why in a civil yeah. world you can't do that, but can you imagine if someone couldn't play and then they were outside your window all the <laughs> time?
4: Like, oh God, what do we do? Yeah, but I got to listen to this guy learn to play trumpet for the next five years.
2: <laughs> but you know what? Um, mm-hmm. So I've never been near it. I just walked by it for two blocks, and it's, no, to exactly. Me it's, I'm yeah, like,
4: yeah. oh, you know what? It's okay.
2: You know, right, you heard right. it, it was it was good enough. But maybe right. this person, I don't know. Ooh. It's not the way. You know what are you gonna do? Right? What are you gonna- <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, my uncle uh, he's uh, he gets depressed a lot. And last oh. week he my my aunt said, my aunt once. The songs are not good. Mm. And my aunt... Hold on one second. Hold on. Aw. Our neighbor, he loves Family Guy.
4: Oh, that's okay.
2: He plays it on trumpet. He's like,
4: that's nice. nice. Oh, he's, oh, really? Okay, sorry.
2: See, so he doesn't matter.
4: But we can say it, What does it matter? I mean, there, are
2: we judging him, saying it? No, no, we're not. I just right. didn't want... He is, okay. He's, you know, he's, that's the only song he plays on the trumpet, and he plays it 150 times a day.
4: Oh. oh. But that doesn't annoy you. You know what? You're I, love, okay the, with I that? love the show so much. Oh, then it's okay. And he found out I liked it. So oh, well, then he's, his heart, he's, he has a good heart. He's got a happy heart. Mm-hmm. Now, do you try to sync this up with the opening credits when they um, when watch the show? Because that would be good. <laughs> that might make it a little less harsh. Just. Well, he's been playing, mm-hmm.
2: coincidentally, like, I'll turn the TV on. Uh-huh and then he listens from next door uh, that's Oh, when, okay. that's when i'm watching tv in the studio <laughs> at my house um listen so my uncle we got we're going in for the clothes okay um my uncle <sighs> Okay, I'm going to be... This is embarrassing. No, go with that. They Not are a big fan of yours. Okay. And my uncle's been singing lately to get himself out of depression. Oh, okay. So Good. they just wanted you to hear it. Sure. That's all. And okay. you don't even have to say anything positive or negative, but... Oh, uh, I'm happy to hear it. Here we go. So play this song. Here. here we go. He's depressed, and my aunt says it helps him. This is real. It
1: might seem crazy what I'm about to
2: say. Sunshine, she's here. You can't take a break. He's good, right? I'm a hot air balloon. I could go to space.
5: Well, I we the air. Like I don't care.
2: Oh, he's singing. Oh, I think he's doing okay. it on a karaoke track, maybe.
1: Okay. Clap along if you feel like a room without a room. He really is a big fan I'm of yours. Happy. Clap okay. along. No, well,
4: if you feel like a Does this make happy. him happier? If does it true cheer him up? Here's the problem.
2: Pause it. Alright. Ha- he wants to. Do it professionally, and I don't want to oh. lie to him.
4: Oh, well, but I don't I, know where to I, go. I mean, I don't have any. I don't. I don't really know anyone in the music. I think he likes to it. If play if I it I can...
2: more for him. Maybe he'll. Maybe well, he doesn't well, no, get no, better no, I mean, I'm in the not middle. saying.
4: I'm just saying. I'm Not saying I hate it, but I, 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 I would. It would be unfair of me to say that I can. Oh, yeah. Let me let me play this for somebody. Oh, okay. So okay. That's what I'm saying. Is that just no a, one I can play but you it like for? You like to just listen to it here. It's fine to listen to here. Yeah, let's listen to it here. And uh,
2: oh, that's what you wanted. I don't do. want to hear it anymore. Is he, no, um, I'm not playing his songs. I'm sorry to put you through it.
4: Was he lying on his side when he was doing that? <laughs> he's yes On his okay. Well, he's on he, really very depressed.
2: Yeah, he Lexapro. sings Scooby Doo He likes that song too. You know, he likes the, the, the theme sp- to Scooby Doo or the Sinatra th- one. He
4: sings the theme to Scooby Doo. Oh, last week Scooby- we played it. But oh, okay. Anyway, well, it's now well, better. Well, butrin or effexor? Um, Which one would you?
2: Doobie doobie doo, where are you? Wow. We got some work to do now. He's not doing Is this song any doobie justice. Doobie doobie No, he really isn't. Where Wait, where it are it are turn it off. Turn yeah, it that's off. A Torrible. Hmm. Torrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. Here's what I'm going to do when I go in for the close. <laughs> okay. Um, because we are going in for the close. <laughs> okay. And we have the summer concert series. Oh, that's That's right. how we're closing it that's out. That's right. Tonight. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We're going to turn the lights out. We're going to sit back and they're going to play for a little bit. Oh. And we're going to enjoy it. And I, and I like what I'm doing. Okay. Anything hey I'm your neighbor <laughs> no okay yeah. now it's um
4: <laughs> four times not funny <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, yeah. um there's so much did I even, you did you ever hear this song here what it's it's, it's you know I just i just think you'd like ta-ta, ta-ta,
1: plus, ta-ta,
3: ta-ta, plus.
2: I know you like songs with my name in this. Uh, are you kidding? This could be my opening to my show on television. Oh, yeah. It's the Todd Glass Show, everybody. And then it shows me. I walk out. I lean against my own name. <laughs> when Thursday nights gets me down. This could be my show theme. Listen to the words. Oh, it's great.
3: Yeah.
2: Maybe... Pretty good. Good job,
4: JJ. I don't know. I, I still miss the uh, look at Todd, how he sweats. Jesus Christ, he sweats a lot. There, there's your theme. Come on. God, damn
2: it, Pat. You Classic. know shit about me that oh, nobody all knows. Oh, your goddamn jingles. I
4: used to sweat a lot on stage. Holy shit.
2: So I had a guy make me a jingle. You
4: sweated so much. One night at the Largo, you would put so much baby powder on you that at then one I point- p- Puffed you, you, out. Well, you patted your jacket like looking for notes, and this cloud of talcum powder came out. Wear, it was amazing. I used
2: to wear a lot of baby- uh, uh, shower to shower-
4: I I thought you were going to (laughs) teleport.
2: Like, is he starting to
4: teleport? (laughs) Why is this... Loud. By the way,
2: to George Carlin, uh-huh. this is why this is sometimes in a weird way. This is a great safe word. Okay. Patton's not exaggerating. I wore so much shower to shower that I did. I did this bit where I had to hit my chest. Yeah. And powder came, yeah, and which with like, the lights, and they it start was laughing. Amazing. I had it was, no idea why they were laughing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I saw the powder and the lights. I'm like, wow. And then I did it more, and more came out. <laughs> it
4: was amazing.
2: But you, um, what was the particular bit you were, oh.
4: Look at Todd, how he, he sweats. sweats. Jesus look at Christ, his he, he sweats, sweats a lot. lot. We're yeah. going
2: to play a song till he gets back. Putting on a nice clean shirt. Look at Todd, look at him sweat. Jesus Christ, he sweats a lot. We're going to play a song until he comes back. He's going to put on a nice clean shirt. Look at Todd, look at him sweat. And I would oh run. I'd bring three shirts. Yeah. And then I'd run back and change. I
4: remember uh, watching you and Doug's very special one-man show, and he oh. begs you not to hug him at the end of the show because you're sweating so much. And then he comes up and you give him this big, sloppy bear hug, he just—that uh, oh, was God me and
2: Doug did a very special one-man me. show, yeah. starring Todd Glass and Doug Benson. Yeah, very special. <laughs> <laughs> We put, we put so much into the preparation. Like, I got our report cards because uh, we tried to make it like a one-man show. Yeah. We blew it up, and I got letters uh, from – Doug gave me letters, pictures when he was a kid, and we blew them right. up. So right. we tried to give the room. We did it one night, and I think we went back to a normal middle headliner show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well,
4: I was there for that one night.
2: Mark's like, why don't you just do it right yeah, Do the, you know, the regulars. That was fun. <laughs> okay, listen. So, um uh, – <laughs> Come on, bro. I mean, oh, close uh, well, the show, champ. Well, by the way, watch close it, the show, champ. Watching that video, <laughs> yeah. watch it. Thank you. Come on, what? Bring in the landing. One engine's watching on fire. Watching that video yeah. again. I'm gonna. <laughs> I am gonna sub-reference it as a show within the show. What would be wrong? You have an opening where you come out. You spend uh-huh. ten minutes talking about something like Regis and, and or, yeah, or whoever yeah, yeah. those shows do. Uh, Kelly, they do a great job. Yeah. Kelly and Mike are talking about the Michael talking about the day. <laughs> they do. Yeah. I'm serious. I'm being genuine. Like That's not easy what they do. They come out, and they seem very comfortable on national yes, TV. Just they do. I would love to do 10 minutes of that on the opening of a show. Yeah. Then you come back. You play the guest in for 20 minutes with their jingle. You keep replaying them in. You replay them in. They, you keep, that's not good enough. Bring in trumpets. No, I want bubble machines. I want smoke machines. <laughs> guests would love that. They come out. They're comfortable because they don't have to do anything right away. If they're funny, they don't give a shit. But what about guests that are nervous? They, then you fucking roll in a clip like that of that thing, and you – fucking have something to talk about right or or, or the other thing with John Decker singing at a church and then you have and then you recreate the betting music and you do your version of it when it's a song there's so much to do you're rolling a cigarette commercial from 1940 and then you go what ad would you do what if they gave you a million dollars for a cigarette ad it's just by rolling an interesting clip becomes the
4: segment I can't green light this show (laughs) oh I'm so (laughs) I, I I would love to see it I would love to but you're you know the Last Show with Todd Glass.
2: It's a game changer. Todd Glass. He's a game changer. <laughs> you motherfucker. I was with all that passion. Todd, back off. I can't. Now, listen, I want to thank you for coming by. And then we have their summer concert series. I can't wait. I'm going a-
4: I've to. I've wanted to do this podcast for so long, you have no idea. And you, by the way, you were so fucking cool. And I'm not saying this. What I'm about to say to people that... I'm saying this too. They know who I'm, they know who they are. Um, you started doing the podcast. I'm like, I, I'm dying to do it. And but you were like, I know how busy you are. When you get around to it, I'm waiting. But there's no. There's a couple other people that I also I want to do their podcast. But they're doing this passive aggressive. I guess uh, it's just not going to happen. It's like you know, you're in the business. You know how busy it gets. I'm trying. You know. So you're you were one of the few guys. It's like. When it happens, it'll happen. You know what? I'm because not going to be uh, first the guy all, constantly needling you. I'm glad you said that because um... – <clears throat>
2: I know what it's like. Everybody knows what it's like to say yes to something, and it comes quicker than you think. And when yeah. that day comes, it's, not, it's it has nothing to do with, oh, even though I love that bit when we do it. But yeah. I would never fucking do it here because it's too sensitive of an area. It has yeah. nothing to fucking do with that. Yeah. And I, when I bump in the guys that I ask to do the podcast, I go, listen, can I tell you what would suck? The podcast is my favorite thing in the world to do. But if I thought it represented showing up places and having people think, oh, I didn't do it, I'd rather fucking not do comedy. Right. So when you see me, know that I don't give a fuck. And one yeah. of the reasons I stopped having guests every week because I thought, oh, I, for me, it would be- become pressure I didn't want right. and pressure I didn't want to put on my guests to go half the time we don't have guests, half the time we do. And I love when we have guests, but I also like that it, we, don't, we don't always have them. So when a guest yeah. has to cancel, I say, I don't mind asking you is as if you know. I don't care if you have to cancel because you're – just want to f- chill out tonight. Yeah, because you're exhausted. You're yeah. exhausted. You don't have yeah. to th- make up even a reason. I go, I'm comfortable to ask if you're comfortable saying no. And I don't give a shit if I ask you five times and you say no five times. Yeah. You don't have just text no. You don't have to say why. Right, right, right. And then once, then I'll ask. Now, all that said, I'm starting to get a little pissed off at Zach Galvanakis. <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: I'm
2: just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> um, okay. So. <laughs> yes,
1: it's show, so
3: let's on the All
2: right. So, so we're gonna sit back and we're gonna yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy it and that's gonna be our exit out of here come. with some nice music and I then we it. call it a night. Are you guys ready? So that was our show with Patton Oswald Patton. Now it's time to enjoy some of our summer concert oh, series. I can't,
4: let me it's just can't
2: it's sponsored by here. Capital One.
4: Oh, thank God. Capital One, what's in your wallet? I don't even have to say that. Mm-hmm. None of your fucking business. Capital. Drink Snapple. It's
1: made from the best of
4: All righty.
2: I don't even care. You know, I do drink Snapple, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not scared of the sponsors. I like yeah. it because it's good, but I give a fuck. Yeah. I like it because it is good and it's yeah. natural. All right, here we go. So let's uh, sit back, relax, and mm-hmm. enjoy. Thank you.
3: LivingNerdist.com